Hey, does this look infected? <laughs> dude, dude. Would that work for you? <laughs> I had... I literally had a dude try to like pick me up in the in the pharmacy aisle. He was sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest story. And he was like, he was sick, and he, I don't even know how I figured out. He he like asked me like, what do, what do I do for these symptoms? And I'm like, how do people know to ask me this shit? Like I'm not walking around with like a nurse outfit on. No, no, I was not in scrubs. How random, yeah. It's not like sexy nurse outfit day. But he, and weirdly, like he spoke Spanish. And so then I'm sitting there telling him in Spanish, like what to get. Oh, fantastic. And then he's like, he's like, girl, are you single? And he's asking me in Spanish. I'm like, shit. (laughs) 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 And and it took me like 10 times to turn him down. It was really, that was an experience. I should have been wearing them headphones. (laughs) Yeah, could have gotten you out of that awkward experience for sure. Uh, Man, they follow weird. you around. They're, how do they know? That's so weird. I don't know. What the hell is that? Uh, uh, it seems whatever. gross in like COVID times that he would be carrying anything away from the hospital. But in my head, it's like, like any any like like a mechanic I have, might have like oil on them still. It's like, oh, you mechanics. Oh yeah, and it's like you just have like yeah. blood on you randomly. You don't even realize. You're like, oh man, it's on my I head like again. To do that. Damn. I, I carry around like foley bags of urine. I'd be like, look at this. Look at this. You wanna you wanna check this out? We just this is what my my souvenir I took home from work today. I'd love it if you Good took time. out if you took out a Capri Sun straw and just like poked it in there. <laughs> Like handed that to him, dude. Dude, no, I've seen nurses do nurse parties, and they totally did that. They (laughs) filled up the bags with like drink mix. Like, it's gross. That's disgusting, but also kind of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta keep it light. Gotta embrace the weird humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We gotta do this on the show, Stephen. Oh, okay, Allison. Mm -hmm. I think we need some medical supplies. We're going to get weird with it. We can do like a medical horror. I hate those. Holy shit. Medical horror films? Like a horror review. Mm-hmm. I hate medical horror films. Ugh. Interesting. Like but... like body horror stuff? Gross mm-hmm. you out? Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> mm. I can I can do all of that at work, in person, in real life. No. It's a big no. That's interesting. Yeah, you could do it in same. real life. but We could do it for like a... We could do it for a horror review. Oh, I love yeah. it. I like, I mean, if you're comfortable with it, I wouldn't make you uncomfortable, but it is fun to get someone's like opinion about that too and be like, well, see, when his head snaps around, it is realistic, but the thing is, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. When the ass was to the mouth, <laughs> uh, I, Even was, better. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> So I guess human centipede is on the block. I is like that, uh, nurse reviews human centipede. I, I literally, I have literally never watched it. Oh, it's and awful. I, uh, I've, I've fast forwarded through most of it, and that is to enough. get to the good part. I can to, yeah, you just go. Yeah, no. Remember, yeah. I think I said that before too. It's like I would be like, "Oh, this is disgusting," and I would fast forward. And literally, in that movie, pretty much every time you stop is something disgusting. And it's like, I just kept uh, being like, no, like 10 more minutes and be like, oh my God, no, 10 more minutes. And be like, oh my God. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's not even mm-mm. fun. It's like just gross to be gross. No. And yeah, there's not even any fun yeah. in it to me, honestly. But maybe a nurse no. watching it. I don't know. You would think so, but no. <laughs> yeah. no not for me. Not for me. It's, it's kind of like that clip that I sent you of, uh, 
brand new cherry flavor. I was like, Steven, oh, God, go yeah. to this episode at this time. And there's this really weird fucking thing that happened. <laughs> Do you remember that? I forgot about, yeah. Do you remember that? Sh- that was like his show, right? On Netflix? Something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you send it to Brent? No, I did. I showed it to Josh, uh, my brother-in-law. Um, we were hanging up curtains in his daughter's room, and I was like, "Dude, you gotta watch this." Oh my! Because <laughs> you had just sent it to me. Uh, but no, yeah, Allison had sent me this like random timestamp for uh, for brand new cherry flavor, and I didn't really know what that show's about. I still don't think I know what that show's about. But uh, this me one either. particular scene is just so weird. <laughs> I can't even describe it because I don't. Want, I don't even know what's a spoiler, or whatever. But it's uh, it involves some finger banging in a really weird way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's strange. So yeah, check it out, Brent. <laughs> Allison might sell that timestamp somewhere. I know. I'm trying to find it. I'm like, we have to send it to Brent. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can like record his reaction to this. Holy it's shit! It's pretty fucking crazy. weird, man. Yes, I found it. Oh my god, I love iPhone. <laughs> Excellent. You can find a text so easily oh right, yeah that's, that's helpful pull up netflix here oh yeah you really end. gotta yeah look up um that brand new cherry flavor okay it's episode four i just sent it to steven again sweet about 35 minutes okay hell yeah let's watch it together <laughs> folks let's see and you'll know it when you see it oh yeah you will yeah 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 so, oh no oh my god what is this <laughs> what is it is it like a belly button? Is that what it is? Oh, it's her side. Oh no! Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, nope. 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 Abort. I'm out. For this reason, I'm out. I saw some like uh, hip fisting or something like that, and I was like, I'm. This is yeah. where I. I'm. He's just like mm-mm. he's just like fisting her abdomen. Yeah, almost. and they're into they're... it. It's weird. I don't know how yeah. I feel about it. It was almost like, well, are they in love? I don't know. I'm kind of disgusted. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> is it consensual? I guess it's Yeah, okay. that's what we were talking about. Yeah, it's like, well, is it consensual if someone fist your abdomen? I don't know. I don't have a hole in my abdomen. I don't really know. I don't have an opinion about Oof. it. <laughs> it was Oof. like watching yeah. someone fist a whole, like, bowl of spaghetti, kind of. Oh. Not yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. Just not for me. Reminds me of, like, the... um. The like game we played when we were kids at Halloween, and you like put your hand into a bowl, and, it's, and you're like blindfolded or it's covered, mm-hmm. and it's like, what's in the bowl? Is it is it peeled grapes? Is it spaghetti? I don't know. It's the inside of your abdomen. Oh my god! If he reached in her and pulled out like peeled grapes, and she's like, "Ha, ah, I got you," <laughs> but it was actually in her body. Oh my god! so fucked up yeah i don't even know i still don't know what that show's about or if i'd like it but uh that scene i have seen i can say so it's like right on the line of body horror for me yeah it's like i was disgusted but like what is happening yeah yeah Yeah, it's pretty weird uh and i know top gun maverick just came out and for some reason in my head like the the Mm. first top gun movie with like well with the like take my breath away song i'm I'm replaying the scene that you showed me but like it's like it is like a love scene (laughs) It's not like body horror because it's it's like body grossness, but it's like take my breath away as he's like you know deep in her guts there, mm-hmm. deep in her guts. Yeah, we Just a different form of exactly. <laughs> we recently rewatched Top Gun. Uh, it's on Netflix, and yeah. I, I knew the new movie yeah. was coming out, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, let's see what this is." Because I remember watching it when I was younger, but it, it never really like stuck with me. I didn't really 
remember what the plot was. But like overall, it's an enjoyable movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. I see why people people like it and are excited for the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, that weird part where uh, he and uh, uh, Maverick and and uh, the lady in that movie are oh, yeah. getting ready to have the sex and just watching Tom Cruise try to like open mouth kiss with tongue this actress oh, I'm yeah. just like Who? turned mm-hmm. you off a little bit yeah no yeah I fully agree I rewatched it not that long ago and I remember liking it when I was young and I like the action sequences I love Goose um mm-hmm. he's the shit but excuse me <coughs> but Cruise is we like we don't allow coughing on, on the show you just keep God that you just keep that to yourself <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Cruz is like, he's similar to Michael Jackson for me. It's like, okay, I've enjoyed some of your previous entertainment, mm. but you as a person, like, I think you're shit. I don't know. And then, yes, the sex scenes, I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the sex scenes between Maverick and Goose in the unrated That's cut. the best part. That's where it yeah. seems most I realistic. I totally want to watch that. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I follow all these artists uh, online that do all kinds of different stuff, but for some reason lately with the, the horror artists that I follow... They've been doing a lot of like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the like slasher guys, like the Scream dudes, the, the two killers from the original Scream and like Speedos and like making out and stuff. There's like a whole subculture <laughs> online of basically yeah. like the homoeroticism what? under a lot of movies from the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's so interesting yeah. to see that all the time because it's like, oh, yeah, I could totally see <laughs> Billy and Stu making out. Yeah. That would have really upped that a- the yeah. ante in that movie, you know. Oh my Dude. god, Steven, there's a whole Let's selection. It. Let's do it. There's a whole selection of Ninja Turtle slash fic. Oh and yeah, it's, it's like oh, usually yeah. Leonardo and Raphael like going at it, making out and having sex. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't know about that. Which, ironically, what have I been doing with my life? I know, right? I, <laughs> Allison's on the phone right now. now. She's got to go check it out. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, it is funny because your favorite turtle is Leonardo, mine yeah. is Raphael, so I mean, it's almost like you and I are doing it. But it's it grosses me out because it's like it's not that it's gay; it's that they're brothers. I'm oh like, yeah, really? that is weird. We go, it's but like incestual. You know? Incest porn's really huge right now. You know, it's everywhere, so you just can't get away from it. Even the turtles can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I, I have it on a like picture in picture as we're recording this right oh, now. Yeah, so. gotta, yeah. Just uh, just to make sure people like, don't do it. You yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah. I can see it in your glasses. I can see the reflection <laughs> in your glasses. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. Um, but yeah, I also wanted to say I, I, I was a fan of Top Gun. I have only seen it like maybe once in the last five years or so, so it's been a while. But I'm excited mm-hmm. for the new one, uh, mostly because the uh, the director, um, I think Joseph Kaczynski, I think is his name. Um, and he had done some other Tom Cruise stuff like he did. Well, he did Tron Legacy first off oh okay yeah um and then he i think he did oblivion oh um so he has like he has a good uh history of doing like really visually cool things and it seems like they did a Mm. lot of practical actual stuff in the planes on this one so i'm kind of digging that we'll see how it actually is though tom cruise like stunt doubled as one of the jets they just like rode around on (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) again the homoeroticism in this movie is just over the Mm -hmm. top uh, yeah. Over yeah. the top of Cruise, you know what I'm saying? He's like, climb up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it made me choke <laughs> to watch how, how excited you got about that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, yeah. did we want to go ahead and just uh, jump into things? Might as well. Cool. All right, we're doing it. I'm Steven. 
I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where obviously we are joined today by our guest, Allison. Allison, welcome. Thank you so much. I am already enjoying the shit out of this. Excellent. That's that's what we like to do <laughs> that's here. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously today Allison's here to join us for what we thought was the end of our Matrix. It obviously is the uh, the end of mm-hmm. May, and this is the last episode Matrix. of the thing. But uh, we will talk a little bit. Uh, we have a guest hopefully planned for next week to uh, give us mm-hmm. some extra info about the Matrix. But um, we wanted to invite Allison on oh. today because... Uh, you're in my head. You're a big Matrix fan. I am curious about your history with that, and uh, we'll get into this a little bit later. But um, oh. yeah, I especially uh-huh. just wanted your your entire opinion about it. And then with this movie in particular, I felt like you'd be a, a great guest to talk about Resurrection. So uh, thank you for being on the show today. Yay! Thank you. Um, and so that yeah, is awesome. We'll uh, we'll get into some Matrix talk uh, here pretty soon. But um, we usually try to start off things, you know, a little little lighter. This is your first time guesting on the show, right? It's like crazy to me that that's actually true, that it, uh, it's taken this long. But um, yeah. yeah, awesome. So Allison is a uh, an old friend of mine. She is a really old friend of my wife's. They grew up together. And in high school, we uh, Allison lived with Amanda. And so we all hung out all the time. Uh, no issues ever. Um, Allison doesn't like to make broccoli after school. And it doesn't disgust me and Amanda. Uh, but yeah, best of friends for many, many years. And I'm so glad to have you on the show today. So yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. I'm I'm super psyched. Actually, I've listened to you guys for years. There, I think I told you this at one point, Stephen. There are moments where I will have to like not listen to the podcast because it actually makes me miss you. I'm like, Aww. oh, Stephen lives really far away, and I don't get to talk to him about movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. I get that from other friends that'll mention like, oh, I listen to an episode, mm-hmm. and like, it's almost like frustrating for them to not be able to say their yeah. piece. You know, about whatever we're right. talking about. Right, you can't, about. like, yeah. join the conversation. Yeah. And then I'll be, like, texting, like, okay, so here's my really psycho-long text right. about <laughs> the conversation you had with friends about this movie that I'm like, yeah, I need to see right. something. It's so weird. <laughs> I love it's it, crazy. though. Yeah, well, now you're here. So if you had anything from the past Yay. you wanted to bring up uh, and shame us for our opinions about, that'd be great. Uh, otherwise... I'm going to need to shame you about a lot of things. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I figured. Mm. Yeah, well, you know. It's only a matter <laughs> of time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we uh, we usually like to start the show with you know a little little mini topics or whatever. Uh, Brent, I don't know if you have anything stunt planned today. Oh my God, Stephen, do I? Oh, excellent. See, there you go. Yeah, what do you got, man? So I you know I like to drink a little shum shum on the show every once in a while. And as I was walking into Walmart, uh, just fully bulletproof with my earbuds in, Hell listen yeah. to those outtakes, people. Um, I just happened to look over. And I saw that there was a special version of Dr. Pepper that had a blue label on it. Not only did it have a blue label, it has a little Jurassic World logo on there as well. Um, What? So I assumed it was just dinosaur flavor. It was like bone marrow Uh mixed with like Dr. Pepper. Turns out uh, it says it's dark berry in like small text next to the Dr. Pepper logo. But I figured, you know what? I might as well try this on the Mm -hmm. podcast because like... I'm just hungry for attention. Like, I, you know, I'm just trying to find something to do. We're trying to fill space here. So let me uh, let me try to open this bad boy up here. You're thirsty for Dr. Pepper and hungry for attention. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a commercial going for him right here, baby. Is, is that the tag for the show? Is that what that was? They just, they just straight up call that thirsty. That's a, that, you're a thirsty girl and you didn't know it. Oh, you that's right. You're a thirsty girl. Get your buds out. Walk around the store. I think, uh, yeah, with my, my earbuds in, walking around a store and just like fiending for attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might mm-hmm. be a, I might be yeah. a thought. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. a thought. 
<laughs> I always knew you were that. Thank you. Um, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. I've mentioned this before. I'm not huge into Dr. Pepper. It's like fine to me. But um, this I like. I like uh, with the flavor. berry flavored stuff, you know? Right on. Does it say what kind of berries? berries? They're just dark, which you like. Dark be- Oh, I do like hey, that. Hell oh, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, the darker man. the berry, the sweeter the Dr. Pepper. You know what they say, brother. Hell yeah, dude. Um, no, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know the exact flavor of it, but it uh, it just tastes like general, like, generic berry flavor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like whenever they have any kind of mixed berry thing, and you're just like, all right, there's probably like a, a raspberry, maybe a blackberry in there, a blueberry. Mm-hmm. You know, Frankenberry, if you're lucky. Man, I hope so. Mm. Hell yeah. Hell you yeah. were really hoping for dinosaur berries. Oh, I really, really was, yeah. Berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe some twigs and berries oh. in there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's it good. It has to be like ferns, ferns and berries. That's mm. real ancient. Jurassic. Yeah. That's mm. a science joke. We're just going to go past that. Sorry. Like, go ahead. <laughs> well, like the, uh, <laughs> like Ellie searches the, the stegosaurus. No, the, yeah, stegosaurus. No, the triceratops poop. Yeah. To see if they oh, ate the, yeah. the wrong berries, right? The mm-hmm. ones that were poisonous. Yeah. So maybe well, that's where they put them. Make a soda that tastes like that poop. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Honestly, it's pretty good. I like it. It's better than that space flavored Coca Cola I had recently. So not too bad, all things considered. But Stephen, I do need you to come up to Oklahoma to check my poo after I'm done drinking all of this, just to make sure. Just Absolutely. to make sure. Absolutely. Well, here's okay. the thing. That is a long drive for he's me. Into the butt stuff now. But I do know a nurse that's nearby. <laughs> I could send your way. Mm. She might yeah. not want to check um, your feces. I don't know. I don't know what she's well, into. Look, either way, I'm going to poop in a colander, <laughs> and I just need one of you to sort through it. And by the way, totally unrelated, I am making spaghetti later. That's right. Uh-huh. No big I deal. <laughs> so then after that, we can, like, fist it, you know. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it work. We can put, your, put, our, we can put our hands in your abdomen. Oh, that's later. right. Man, this, I mean, I can, I'm going to come up there for this. This sounds fun. You're Insert right. glove snap down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have to write that timestamp down now and do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a whole bunch of it. We'll see if I have any I can get. Maybe I'll do a uh, live. I actually, yeah. I actually have one other thing I wanted to mention before oh, uh, I cash out my, my mini topics. Um, there was a uh, movie sequel that came out and became available recently. And uh, I'll just say... Um, the audiences have been hyped for it, mm-hmm. and I, too, have got the need, the need for speed, because, Stephen, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and it was very enjoyable <laughs> to me. What? Yeah. Uh, it just recently showed up on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, have either of you seen this? Not the new one. Okay. No. It's, it's good. I, I don't know that it's as good as uh, people hyped it up to be, but mm. it's still very enjoyable. Uh, just, like, on par with the first movie, I, I think. I love the first me. one, man. Mm-hmm, it too. surprised me. It was like after all the, and I know you guys both have now seen the Chippendales movie, which I have not, and I know they do yes. have the uh, the old Sonic version in there briefly at least. Uh, but I think it's like once they redesigned that, it was like, oh, I'll give this a shot, and then it all kind of like came came together. Where I was like, oh, I like this so much more than I ever expected. Like it had such low expectations from that first trailer. By the time the movie came out, I was like, this is amazing, <laughs> and so I'm really excited for the new one too. Yeah, check it out. So. I will say that there is okay. it's it's a little bit long like they could have trimmed out some stuff and there's like an overly long sequence where um okay Sonic's uh dad essentially is James Marsden right mm-hmm. so his wife in this movie has a sister who like 
didn't like him in the first movie. Yeah. She gets tied to a chair and stuff. There's a whole subplot with her Thanks. where she's getting married. Oh, and it's yeah, like, this is like a, a lot of time we're spending huh. on this this uh, wedding that really doesn't, like you could have lifted it out of the movie and it would have a little bit more of a better flow to it. Well, I would my think, favorite but. level of Sonic has always been the wedding levels. I know, I know. That's what people really gather toward and mm-hmm. like the hype was real around it when oh were, yeah oh my god they're gonna put the wedding in the in the movie what? what are they gonna do like an episode of say yes to the dress oh i hope so oh yeah. my god turns out it's, she did <laughs> it's a total thing that all all the guys when you were little boys you just fantasized about weddings oh yeah you, you know you, we really did yeah you, we had we had all these binders yeah mm-hmm. binders of dresses and i guess i guess tuxes you know mm-hmm I guess um, so. I'm, more is, about, I'm just all about the that movie? I have something. Stephen, you might know because you know you have a wife that watches the rom coms. What is that movie? There's a beginning of a movie that is the like it talks about women do. Damn it! No, we're not talking about dinosaur <laughs> balls oh, okay. anymore. <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. The beginning, they're like, okay, women always like planned weddings when they were little, and boys were like over here, and it has these two little boys like. Well, lightsaber fighting hmm, like they're mm-hmm. lightsaber fighting with their dicks <laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> that sounds so familiar but I can't think of it that's that's what I think of when I'm like yeah you just no little boy playing Sonic was like what's the wedding in it oh man I hope you know? I hope someday they make a sequel to a comic book or not a comic book to a video game movie and they have a wedding in it oh man that would just be the dream 2022 oh, can't yeah. come soon mm-hmm. enough all of it together. Yeah, I've been waiting for it for years. That's cool, though. I, I do want to check it out. I'm sure it has a lot of other good points, and you you said as much as well, Brent. But um, and yeah, I'm as hyped as we all were about the wedding, uh, they put <laughs> tails and knuckles in this. Oh yeah, movie as well. That was very enjoyable to to see them. Yeah, and it's uh just, just a nice. lot of fun. Really bonkers ending, but it is what it is. Oh, and there's a, a nice little uh, post credit scene on it. That as I was watching the movie, I was like, I mean, this is fine. This is, you know, inoffensive, but not as um, like it was a little bit overhyped for me. Mm-hmm. That said, it got to that post credit scene. I, I almost like ripped my house apart. I was so excited. Oh, wow. For that's it. that's mm-hmm. high praise. <laughs> yeah. Like a like you went into turbo mode. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, nice. I'm a fan of this. I, I need to check this out. I've been meaning to. I, I think I need to watch the Chippendales movie first because that one was yeah. out to me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And you guys have talked about that yeah. one so much, like so well, right? Like so well regarded. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm really pumped for that one. I just keep forgetting about it. Like Stranger Things came out, so we w- we were we were watching mm-hmm. Stranger Things three, and now we started the new season. And we're only two episodes in. Oh, don't that. talk about it yet. Yeah, I won't say anything yet. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. But um, okay. yeah, so we've been focusing on that so much. So I, I kind of missed out on the other movies and stuff that have been releasing. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot to catch up on. That'd be a good double feature, I think. Chippendales and then uh, 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 Sonic 2. Oh, yeah. It seems like, yeah, right at the, yeah. the same kind of alley yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right on. What about yeah. you, Allison? Any uh, mini topics? Anything you've been watching or reading you want to mention? Dude, I'm like, ah, oh, because you haven't seen. <laughs> Yet we have to talk about Chippendale, okay? And I'm, I'm spoiler any of it for you. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go to the bathroom real quick. You and Brent have a spoiler conversation real quick. Yeah, and I'll be back. You know, Earmuffs. yeah, Earmuffs. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but dude, okay. I I actually have am halfway through because you know whatever. I'm an adult and I work way too much. <laughs> but um, but I watched half of it. I need to finish it. I was probably gonna do it today because I don't work. So, dude, I would not have given it the time of day. Like mm-hmm. I was 
I was like, okay, they Disney made another Chippendale movie. You would not expect it to be anything that that like that we want. Right. And holy shit, it's such a good mashup of exactly that vibe that um that Who Framed Roger Rabbit vibe, mm-hmm. you know, with the people in the cartoons. Oh, yeah. And I was so excited about that. Um, and there's even like a cameo with uh, you know, Roger the Rabbit. Was was Jessica Rabbit in there? Do I remember that? Am I, I too tired? Just... Did I imagine that? I think they she mentioned her briefly. by name, but she's not mm. in the mm-hmm. movie, Damn. if I remember correctly. She's not like in, in there. Yeah. It's a shame. shame. She's but, so, yeah, um, truly. I was so surprised. There's so much like um, adult humor and references that are like, to me, reverent of what we as kids liked about it. And obviously it's totally cater- catering to our generation. Mm-hmm. Like we watch this when we were young, you know, it's... Um, it's referential and then also completely bringing in modern concepts in a way that's like, it just feels kind of like us or like whatever we've dealt with and how things, I think about this almost every day, things have evolved from the reality of us being young and in a more like analog kind of reality Mm -hmm. that's now more digital and we have more technology and we have all of these things, which totally ties into the matrix by the way. But, um, I don't know. I loved that. I felt like it was such a a weird culmination of a bunch of topics that was really um, somehow intrinsic to the way that we as millennials have like grown up. It was it's interesting. It's super interesting and funny. I was shocked. Yeah, totally shocked. Mm-hmm. You talk about the yeah. way Brent talked about it too. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it seems like funny. Like we we talked. We were saying that like mm-hmm. it's kind of the same humor as like the the Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street reboots. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, the kind of humor that they bring in something that we grew up with, but like tweak it in a way that's like funny for the, how the comedy we've grown up with has changed, like our viewpoints and stuff or like, there's so much, there's so many layers to it and you can do it really well if they give the right people involved. And it seems like on this one, they really did. And it also came out of nowhere. Like I remember not hearing about it until like, I guess Brent mentioned it. I might've seen a trailer like right before that, but it was like, oh, here's a movie. And it's like, oh, Okay. And then it, it seemed so great. Like, it's, it's turned out so well, like, the people involved. So, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm super yeah. pumped to watch it eventually. It, it, it's one of those things that, like, it's so creative. It's kind of the way that I feel when I watch Rick and Morty. I'm like, it puts my creative mind to shame. I'm like, I'm not creative anymore. I can't. <laughs> I could never have come up with this. This is so clever shit. <laughs> Damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I loved it, though. I was, I was so surprised. I was going to yeah. say, I, I think that Rescue Rangers has a high JPM, a high jokes per minute, but also it leaves some space for there to be like some quiet moments. And it uh, has a lot of heart to it as well, outside of the jokes and the different yeah. cameos and whatnot. Awesome, so yeah. just like as a yeah. movie in and of itself is just spectacular. Right. Agreed. That's yeah, that's good to know. Um, and I was going to say, I was trying to look up to be, to see if they're connected at all, but it doesn't look like it. But they so like this group was like the like it was like Akiva Schaefer is the director and it's like the the Lonely Island group kind of was behind this or whatever mm-hmm. um and then mm-hmm. I had also heard recently Seth Rogen is involved in rebooting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I think is an animated property but I wonder if that's the same kind of thing really? like they're approaching it like as fans that grew up with it as kids mm-hmm. and then like maybe mm-hmm. changing things up and there's still not a whole lot of info about it all I could find right now is that they're doing like a CGI animated movie and then they're going to focus on the, the film's villains after that, I guess, or like the, 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 Interesting. the TMT yeah. villains. So I'm like, I don't know what they're planning, yeah. but I hope it's kind of almost in the same vein, right? Like that it's 
kind of for people that grew up with it, not just mm-hmm. for kids now. Yeah. Like, like Ninja Turtles has lasted yeah. as a property for kids. Like it's or it's re, you know it's been rebooted and people really like it still. But um, I don't know if kids really care today about Chippendales, but we all do. And so mm-hmm. who else would it be made for? I can't imagine they do or even know. Yeah. It, it, really, it would mostly be made for us. And I mean, the way that it played out, it makes sense. And that's awesome. Dude, yeah. Seth Rogen had a, had a little mini role in it. And it was so funny. Like, it tickled the hell out of me because you'll just have to see it. But it was spot on. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like I'd heard he was yeah. in a cameo or something. Like, so that's why I was thinking I connected them together. But yeah, I just, yeah. I love that dude. So uh, anything he's in is great to me. But I also love the Lonely mm-hmm. Island guys and... They mm-hmm. seem like the perfect people to, to reboot yeah. this. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. I'll certainly have to check it out. Any other mini topics yes. for, for you, Allison? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's always like a million things when you have episodes. And now I'm like, I know, right? I can't think of what mm-hmm. it was. Oh, maybe um, probably. I don't know. The, the big things that pop out are I always wanted to talk about the Star Wars things when I listen to your oh, episodes yeah. or Spider-Man. Like, holy shit. Okay, I just minor rewind. I was so surprised at how good the most recent Spider-Man was. Like, Ooh. I was not expecting Hell that. Yeah. And not even, I don't know. We don't even have to totally go into it. But that was like a huge, big recent favorite for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Here's my, I'm going to throw shade at you moment. I can't believe Fred fucking hates Batman. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is why he never talks about it. I'm going to come in Listen. with some Batman love, and then we're going to argue about some shit. Okay. Well, Stephen, please please put a pin in this, because mm-hmm. you and I have discussed off-air about uh, talking about some Batman movies, so we, we definitely need to have Allison back on we, for that. I will, I will totally put a pin in it, too. It's okay, okay, cool. I will, but yeah, please, I didn't I, even think I about that. I will that. at you later. Because Allison is, uh, is, was, is still to this day, I assume, uh, a huge Batman mm-hmm. Beyond fan, right? Like that show in particular? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. watching constantly. Well, in- yeah, I watched that because, I mean, really, it goes back to the animated Just series. Just the Batman, I yeah. fucking love the animated series. Yeah, and then, you know, when Beyond came out, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, right on, right Thinking on. about it now, I mean, it's it's really about the animated series. But, um, yeah, so we can we should talk about that. Sometime. I would love to have you on for that. We are planning yeah. later in the year to do kind of a, a Batman-themed mm-hmm. month and do all kinds of properties for it because... Uh, Brent does Sweet. like certain versions of Batman. It seems it's yeah. just uh, other versions he doesn't, or or whatever. And I'm I'm certainly interested mm-hmm. to uh, get into that as well mm-hmm. because I always yeah. just assumed <laughs> that everybody's a huge Batman fan. I just and I feel kind of dumb for that now, but look, it's like Steven, yeah. Oh, there's Steven, a little look, teacher back there. Little puppies on the there's video. There's your niece. There's the chicharroni. Listen, it's a it's an audio podcast, but you guys are just missing out because there's a lovely dog in the background that we get to look mm-hmm. at. So, she's a, oh, she's, she's a baby. chilling out. She's so sweet. She reminds me of yeah. your Brent, uh, your Brent, of uh, your dog uh, Cage, Brent. Um, yeah. Some kind of coloring, like the black and brown mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and just really like soft fur and just such nice personalities. Uh, yeah, I just love dogs. He's a cuddle bug. He's cuddle bugs. <laughs> yeah. um, all I wanted to mention for my mini topics, real quick, was that we had um, rewatch. Mm-hmm. We had watched the second season of The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Do either of you guys watch that series with Kaylee Cuoco? Mm-mm. We watched the mm-hmm. the first season. We haven't started the second all one right. yet. Right on. It's uh, it's more Amanda show than my show, but I like it. I really like Kaylee Cuoco, and it's more like the the minor characters, her friends and stuff that are around her. I like more. 
but um it's a pretty good show it's 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 like funny kind of quirky weird and then it has like a lot of drama parts i feel like whenever it was first released it seemed more just the, the quirky weird like this flight attendant gets involved in like a murder scheme and maybe there's more to it and whatever and mm. uh the second season kind of blows that all up and goes even bigger but there's also like this underlying thing of her being an alcoholic and so the second season deals with that a lot more mm. i didn't expect any of that watching the trailers um, so I don't know how much they really talked about that, but uh, it's interesting. I, I feel like overall I like the second season. I like the first one more um, just, you know, for originality or whatever. But um, it has Rosie Perez in it. I fucking love Rosie Perez. So mm, yeah. I do, too. Anytime she shows up yeah. is great. And she kind of we were talking about um, she's not as like annoying in this one. She can play annoying really well, but she kind of tones it all down. Yeah. And I just love when she shows up in yes. everything. So uh, she's fantastic. Uh. But um, but yeah, it was it was mostly OK. It feels like. This, the first season ended, and then they kind of had this extra little mystery at the end to kind of propel it forward. And this one, they had like a second mystery they also kind of solved, though, throughout the season. And then it kind of just ends. It seems like that might be it. I was I was curious. I haven't heard anything about a third season. So uh, for any kind of show that's popular to just do like a, a two and done is kind of, you know, intriguing right now. But I like that. If that's all it is, I'll, I'll probably even like the show more than if it just kept mm-hmm. continuing on. So uh, but it's I, I think I'd mm-hmm. recommend it overall. Um just even just for Kaylee Cuoco, you know her performance and stuff is really great. But uh, but yeah, yeah I would uh, I would check that really out. Really was so. was she good, Stephen? I tend to kind of think of her as like I guess a shallow. I did too. Maybe because of her uh, her performance with the the what is that the, the Big Bang pseudo nerd show that's not really a nerd show. Yeah, right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Show. Sorry, but yeah, uh, I can't get into that show. I've tried for years. A lot of Amanda's family is into it. She has been over off and on whatever, but I just can't. It, it's not. It's like awkward humor, and it doesn't really have a, mm-hmm. like a true ring to it for nerd culture that I know. It's not real nerd <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I'm like, this is trash. This is just trash, like, primetime TV. I don't know. It's like it's like a boomer's idea of what nerd yes. culture is. And, like, and let, like, let's be awkward, and they think they're funny, but it's not. I don't know. I have weird dislike for it. I Yeah. Well, a lot, I of, the, a lot of the jokes are just, like, nerds or nerdy people saying lines of dialogue and then the audience is laughing at yeah. them because it's like oh this nerd said a thing but like <laughs> oh, the dialogue so itself <laughs> is not funny you know it's like, so nerdy uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's not that good no well my, my it's not real nerd stuff my That's brother-in-law right. josh who who i think got a man into that got the family into that he liked that show whatever but he's he's a like a self-prescribed nerd and stuff but he admits that show even though he likes it he's like it's it's not it's not a show for nerds. It's a show about nerdy people for other people to laugh at, sort mm-hmm. of like. Yeah. And so he he understands yeah. the fakeness, and I think if you go into that with that, you it's fine. But I just can't get over like it's still not funny to me when I watch it. And so I always thought that too. Like Kaylee Same. Cuoco, I didn't. I was like, okay, whatever. Like I don't care for the show, and so I don't care for her or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I, I think I was mo- also just like interviews I heard with her. She just seemed like well spoken. I liked her personality or whatever. And mm-hmm. then okay. with the show. Uh, she's so, especially in the second season, she, I didn't realize she had the dramatic chops that she does. And uh, watching someone, you know, uh, be an alcoholic and like make these horrible choices for their lives and stuff. And then like the deal with the repercussions of that. Um, she's very, she sells it, man. She seems really into it. And, uh, and it's hard to watch her. Like, so she, I think her performance is really good. Yeah. And it really shocked me. I didn't expect much from her. And then it's like it actually blew me away. So for her alone, yeah. I think yeah, it's kind of an interesting, interesting uh, you know jaunt for her to, to kind of do. 
is her brother in this season? Uh, is the the guy who played um, I think George yeah. in like the first couple of seasons of Grey's Anatomy? I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, and I liked I liked I him so much from Grey's, and so to see him again was nice. Yeah, but he's, but he's in the second. Yeah, season? he's back on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, great. I liked him a lot. I thought he was a uh, for that uh, Kaylee Cuoco's character. I thought he was like a nice like um, balancing yeah type of person for her. Yeah, I'm trying season. to look up his name. T.R. Knight is his name. Um, yeah, he's oh, like... the T.R. Knight Rises. <laughs> That's right. I think we talked about it before. That that uh-huh. Probably, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's he just seems... He's like his character, George, in, in Grey's Anatomy. He's very sweet in this and kind of juxtaposed, juxtaposed ugh, versus her mm-hmm. being so, like, wild and chaotic and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a lot... Yeah, they, their relationship grows in the second season and stuff, and then... Um, so yeah, he's back. There's, there's most of the people, there's a guy named Griffin Matthews who plays a character named Shane. He's my absolute favorite. Um, just his, I don't, I've never seen him in anything else. And he's like one of those people that was like a standout, you know, character. And now I'm like, oh, I gotta mm-hmm. see what else this guy's in. Cause his, his lines are so good. Like the way he delivers them is so quippy. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of people in it that I, I really liked. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty good show. I would, uh, I don't love it, but I, I'd still think it's, you know, it's, it's worth a watch. And it's not too long. I think they're, they're shorter episodes, and there's only, like, eight per season or something like that. So it's not too bad to get through, but. Yeah, but, um, that's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hell yeah. Matrix talk? Yep. Yes. Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> See, it's, Matrix. it's caught on. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, we'll finally get there. Well, uh, yeah, so today we are talking about uh, Matrix Resurrections. And unfortunately, this is the first time I have not, I do not have the uh, the cast list in front of me. So I'm going to try to pull that up real fast. But, um, Same. yeah, before John Wick is Neo. <laughs> I mean, he looks just like it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know if those guys have much. been in the I same mean, room together. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Does anybody see them together? That yeah, that yeah. <laughs> Allison's like, put the put your hands together. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, this is only one of the returning directors of the original trilogy. This was Lana Wachowski coming back for this. She also co-wrote with David Mitchell and Alexander uh, Heeman, I guess. Um, let's see. So for people coming back, wait, got, Alexander what? Heeman? He Heeman? Heeman? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, human weird. I was like, is this the machines? Are the machines trying to distort the word human over Zoom? It's H-E-M-O-N, and it, like, lemon, but with an H, Himen? Himen. How about that? Himen? Himen. Himen her. I don't, I don't know why this is so hard for me, but. Hey, man. Hey, man. And it's A-L-E-K-S, Alexander. Alec Sander. So there's a lot of weird going on there, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I dig it. Um, so we got Keanu Reeves, Carrie-Anne Moss, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, uh, who is from a lot of great stuff now. And I fucking love that dude. He plays the new Morpheus. Um, mm-hmm. But he was in... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, he was in Watchmen, the the Watchmen TV series. And mm-hmm. he was in a... God, fucking he was another. in Aquatic Man as well, right? Oh, he, he Black is, Manta. yeah. He's mm-hmm. Black Manta. Yeah, he's he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Henwick, who plays the, like, the, oh, new, yeah. the new lead. I fucking uh-huh. love her in this. Uh, Jonathan uh-huh. Groff, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Jada Pinkett Smith makes a return. Brent, I won't talk about her. Will, I know. calm down. <laughs> he didn't say anything. <laughs> but, uh, it's just a joke. Relax. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, yeah, so that's everybody returned for this. Um, Allison, I wanted to get your history with the Matrix series and what you, if you remember like theater experiences, liking them from the get go, if you liked the sequels 
when they mm -hmm. came out, uh, mm -hmm. if you played video games, any of that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, any kind of your history with this, I would love to know. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I was thinking about uh, when I watched it that I haven't played any of the video games mm. and I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a medium, I'm a moderate gamer girl. And that's kind of surprising, but whatever. Well, um, okay. So yeah, I remember middle school, we were middle school aged, um, watching all of them. Um, I have too much to say. This is hard. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> now you know what it's like. Balancing. Damn it. Especially when you talk about the whole series um, and you're like, oh, well, okay. I was 14 and I was yeah, going yeah, through a lot then, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was born. Yeah. And no. <laughs> challenging. We're going to have way too long of an episode. Yeah, that happens. But okay. So um, I remember like we watched it a lot. I remember watching it with like my group of girlfriends multiple times. Um, Definitely. I think. I don't remember if I saw the first one in a theater. Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember, but I'm not totally I have sure. No I idea definitely either, saw yeah. the next ones in the theater. I don't know. Were we? But we were like, that was an age we went to plenty of movies. Surely we did. I know. I just don't really recall don't it. Know. And and then when the sequels came out, it was either. we were older. We could drive. Like, and that's when like, and then I we started did go see them. Remember, like yeah. it was 2003 yeah. for the sequels. So that was like we were mm -hmm. you and I we were we were doing like Lord of the Rings midnight we movies, were, right? We would like totally go do midnight yeah. movies and i think we did for that and i was trying to remember if i went to the second and third one mm -hmm. with you on one of the midnight shows. i have. bet we did yeah i but i can't remember because you know whatever old brain um i want to say that maybe the first time i saw it was at like somebody's house the first one mm -hmm. and i was thinking about when i was watching this newest one um resurrections that I had this visceral moment when they showed the um, the Sentinels briefly that it was actually, I was young enough that they were still kind of scary to me. Mm. I remember having like that adrenaline rush of, you know, when they're like coming after them being like, Ooh, you know, Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. and now I'm like, I, I connected with that feeling of now, gosh, we're so like uh, entertainment. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> We're so entertainment inundated and jaded that like, I don't know, nothing scares me anymore. Right. Um, but I remember being that young and, and it being more um, of that visceral connection experience. That's pretty great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I haven't seen the animatrix, which I don't know why mm -hmm. <laughs> I meant to like for a million years and then it just got put on the back burner. Um, and then I never played any games either, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely a fan. I err on the same side as most people that number the first one is my fave. Mm -hmm. Um and I had issues with the other ones um that maybe we can talk about another time or later. I'm not really sure where you want to talk about that, but whatever. Um it's, you know, whatever. It's all good. Uh, if you want to talk about the other sequels for like an hour, we got it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly curious of your thoughts I because I, I didn't like them at the time, but I now that right. now that I've watched them this late and then also specifically for me with Resurrections, it's kind of reach, re, it changed everything for me. So uh, do you remember liking them, yeah. the sequels at the time? I remember being like kind of neutral about it, mm -hmm. um, liking some parts and then disliking others. And so actually what I did this time, I purposely watched the first one and the fourth one because mm. I when I had, well, when I rewatched it, um, when I went to go see it in the theater with my kiddo, number four resurrections, um, I remember feeling like 
it's very um, it's very referential to the first one mm-hmm. in general. I mean, I think that that's what they're trying to throw back to. I think they're trying to tie that in. Sure. Um, and so I did one and four back to back. Um, but because I listened to your podcast episodes, I'm going to go watch two and three again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I will be more open-minded to enjoying it. I think all right of on. us, I think collectively the culture wanted maybe the the same way that we felt about Lost, that mm. the reality of the story, the backstory was something different than what they did. And, and you know what, that's such a, it's such a shitty silly feeling it's a critique because that's what the like a lame uh how am i going to articulate that something that people say who love to imbibe entertainment but you know what are you gonna okay you wanted the story to be different but what did you want it to be right Mm -hmm. i can speak to that but not everybody always can you know i mean you there could be a million iterations of what Mm -hmm. maybe in your head your head canon the reality was the backstory was um i know i was disappointed i have some ideas about ways that i wish it had gone instead but i can appreciate now what I think that the Wachowskis, Wachowskis, Wachowskis were trying to do. You tell um, us, we've been trying to figure out how you say their actual name. So yeah. I don't know. I really just like, like, I literally think like Mike Wachowski. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Prolific director. But anyway, I don't know. So, <laughs> we have yeah, a giant right. eye. He's got the eye for it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the eye for the movie. <laughs> and the green. Yeah, but I don't know. So, um, mm. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I uh, I appreciate it more now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, dude, I actually think that it really is just a love story. When I when I can connect to that, I'm like, okay, it's fine. It whatever. changes it all for me. It really does. And it's like I feel like mm-hmm. you're totally right that we just all collectively thought we were, it was going to go a different way. And I'm not even sure that I had yeah. concrete ideas of what that would be. But when they released what they did, I was like. Mm-hmm. okay like i mean it was just like, so what? different than i expected and now i really can't see any other way i feel like they were ahead of their time and like they were doing stuff that yeah. we just didn't understand the story they wanted to tell the whole time like when you look back on it even the matrix yeah. i i i still watch it in the lens that i did then where it's like this gun heavy bullet time movie i was so like yeah special effects heavy and leathery yeah. and blah 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 but it's like it even that movie i realized like oh they talk about love all throughout it like there's so many threads that it's are true. pulled throughout the whole series that i just did not understand what they were doing and now i do and i'm like oh my god it's genius yeah. i love it yeah and you think i would have picked up on that you know being like a teenage girl but no right no i like because i i'm a huge sci-fi fantasy fan it's the same way I felt about Lost that in the back of my mind, I'm like, yep, there's going to be this rich um, environment and story and like something that's really fucking creative and exciting and different mm-hmm. than our current reality. It's the, it's the whisper of the promise of something you haven't thought of before, mm. which is actually what Lana literally like references throughout number four mm-hmm. through resurrection she she i feel this really visceral annoyance in the movie that she's like you know they made me do another one you know fuck warner brothers she literally right. almost I know, I love that it. through yeah. through the people through the characters um 
and and makes fun of the fact that she's having to redo this and and then also the pressure of the idea of it could be anything right. but okay what are you going to bring to the table everybody else like i'm sitting here making the movie you know so like fully acknowledge that it's it's so great yeah complicated that we want something that we can't articulate you know yeah, and I'm glad you bring it over to Lost, too, because I, I was a fan of that show mm -hmm. that wasn't so disappointed as things went on in the ending, but it was different mm -hmm. than I expected, and I have not really felt mm -hmm. the need to revisit it, which is sad to me, because right. it did mean a lot to me when it came out. It was kind of the kind of the first of its kind of this new type of TV, but it was almost like mm -hmm. things have gotten so much, they've gotten so much better at telling those stories now. And it feels kind of lacking mm -hmm. in a way. And it did. It was just kind of like lackluster when I think back on it with what, what happened. But I wonder if I revisited that years mm -hmm. later, too. Could I could I appreciate what they were going for? But I feel like the Wachowskis yeah. felt like they had a story they were telling. They had an overarching story. And the, the lost people have like admitted that they had no like, no clue where things were going. And they just made <laughs> shit up, right? Like, yeah. eventually, at least, right? I hate that. So I don't know I that there's a lot I'll really gain it from it, but maybe. Yeah. I would say maybe not, like, because my, my kiddo started watching it and then, like, actually rage quit. <laughs> like, a couple things and I was like, yeah, dude, you're not. You're like, I get you're it. Fine. You're not missing out. Half the country rage quit it, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think as a person, I, like, I read a lot and I read a lot of sci-fi fantasy. Oh, God. I think I always. It's one of those. Shut your mouth, Brit. I'm going to come at you, bro. <laughs> voracious reader over here versus a voracious non-reader. <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, you, you stay with your picture books and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think I always want an author or a, um, a movie maker, a television maker to have a story in mind. Don't start at nothing. Like, I feel the same way about Stranger Things, and I wonder if they had a plan. Mm. Um, I want the plan to be in place from day fucking one. Um, not to speak of, you know, hilariously a turf at the moment, um, but J.K. Rowling, like when she did Harry Potter, had a whole mm -hmm. plan in mind. And goddamn, if you can't like see that when you go back and read everything or watch totally. all of it. I mean, she puts in details that tie in from day one. And I love the shit out of that. It's so much um, more fulfilling as a, a reader. It is. It's really fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Viewer. And then and I actually feel that way about the Matrix almost as if maybe number one, did they really know where they were gonna go with it? Did they? It doesn't feel know. like two and three were fully connected that that was the original plan. Maybe that's part of the lack of satisfaction. It feels like the sequels were planned together, but yeah, I don't know if they were planned as a trilogy as, as such. Um, and it might mm -hmm. kind of speak to why mm -hmm. it also took yeah. four years to put them out. Right. Like they had to figure out where it was going. Yeah. and. And then there was four, we've talked about it too, like it was four years of, of everybody being like, what's going to happen? That's a long time. And then they released yeah. both of those movies, the Animatrix, the video game, all at the same time. And you're like, whoa, there's like, they're, they're giving you everything, but it's not what you want. Yeah. And that was like a jarring, I think, for a, a large part of the public. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I like it now. And I... I don't know that I could have ever appreciated it then. I think it might have always had to happen this way for a majority of people even. Right. And that's okay too. Right, when we're older. Yeah. Uh, it I means think also things. as like being in middle age and now going and 
it's almost like a mental exercise for me. I'll go back and, and think about things like that, properties that I love, you know, different stories, um, storylines. And I'm like, okay, instead of being disappointed with the directions they went, I'm going to think about 20 different possible endings, mm-hmm. different storylines, different realities. And then I just find that satisfying. I don't have to have felt like they did it. Yeah, sense. right on that. And that's nice. So you can yeah. just have your own, your own head cannon. How mm-hmm, things are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get mad at the creators of the property for not realizing your vision and you <laughs> shout at them yeah. online, tweet at them. You do, you do. Yeah. How dare you not execute this, this, and this? It's a thing that's totally fictitious. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, did yeah. I bring in yeah, characters fuck from... Yeah, for not reading my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like in your head, you're like bringing in other properties, much like Rescue Rangers. You're just like dragging Why them in Why didn't there. you bring in Jessica Rabbit and yeah. put her in the Matrix? Because I wanted to see it. Um, I'm sorry, Matrix Resurrections. How come you didn't include Ugly Sonic in the movie somewhere? <laughs> you pieces of shit. I need more teeth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it LeBron in Space Jam 2? Yeah. I was thinking like too, if he's just like in the background, uh, he just like it. walks behind Neo once, you know? Like yeah. they just put everybody they can in there. I'm kind of surprised that didn't happen. Yeah. Because both those movies came out in the same year. Yeah, it's wild too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Wildly yeah. different. You know what? That's, that's actually part of the um the the issue with the newest movie that Lana references even is the pressure of how uh, seminal or 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 like a damn it what's the word I'm looking for how groundbreaking Matrix mm. was at the time it was so new and it was so special and it became literally a piece of culture that um, that it's something that like I think about as a mom now of a teenager is is embedded in culture and has mm. been referenced so many times yeah. that like trying to, to get that kind of fire again or get that kind of spark or get that kind of creativity um, is, is like, God, if you have that one time in your life and you produce something like that, that's enough. Right. Like, can you do that more than once? Like Jesus, you know, it already was such a feat. Like I, I feel like yeah, it's like star Wars is so, it's so high up on the pantheon, right? It's hard to, to be like, oh, anything mm-hmm. could ever reach those those heights. But mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't mm-hmm. think the Matrix has that much of a draw or that much lasting power. But right. the first movies alone, like A New Hope, which is not the best Star mm-hmm. Wars movie, really. And Matrix, yeah. which probably is the best of theirs, though. But like, they they both were right. groundbreaking. And I think, like you said, they, yeah. they instantly were a cultural phenomenon uh, that changed mm-hmm. cinema making for the next decade yeah. or two right like things mimicked it so much and it's been interesting to rewatch them now especially the sequels which i didn't care for and now understand more mm-hmm. and the context of every movie and tv show i've seen since then where i'm like mm-hmm. like there i don't remember if i mentioned this last time or not but like the fight in zion against the machines i thought was boring and kind of dumb when i first saw it but now that i've seen like pacific mm-hmm. rim which i really love and it can be really cheesy <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can like uh, this and it'd be cheesy. And it's still good. And I still like this part. And that's really cool. Right. Like, it's almost weird that it's like it took right. it took me processing other culture that was influenced by this movie or this series to uh, understand what the series uh, even was doing. And I'm like, it all makes it a much more rewarding experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the weirdest experiences of um, consuming modern media. And I think about this literally every day, too, is just the the difference of what we grew up with. 
um, and the difference in movies, everything that's changed now. And I will go back and rewatch stuff. And I mean, it's not just the difference of age that comes with the way that I watch things, but also how media used to be, how animation, CGI writing, like, oh my God, television writing now mm -hmm. is like sickeningly good. Television acting is sickeningly good. Oh, yeah. People will, even my teenager is like, dude, they're, you know, you'll have, um, you'll have like something like severance and people are mm. uh, doing a television show that they're not even having dialogue and you're just like watching body language and facial changes. And it's so utterly different than what TV used to be. It's so in depth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, viewing, it's almost like all of our viewing, we can go backwards and view it in so many different lenses. I will watch stuff and I'll be like, how would I feel about this as a kid? How would yeah. I feel about this 10 years ago? And then how do I also feel about it? Literally it's just from middle age and it's, there are so many different experiences. It's bizarre. Yeah. And it's fascinating to be able to do that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, uh, I, Sure. I have a lot of notes for this and we, we've been mostly been jumping around today, but that's how we've been mostly doing these episodes yeah. and that kind of mm -hmm. works out the best. So, uh, feel free to, mm -hmm. to kind of go wherever, but, um, I was going to just kind of start off, um, with this, the story kind of from the jump. I really liked even the, the way that the logo, the WB logo comes in and the way mm -hmm. everything looks like we've talked a lot about the, uh, the green tent of the digital rain and the, the, uh, original gold source code that they hint at in the sequels. And in this opening, mm -hmm. they have hints of gold. And then like the WB logo is the normal gold. And then it has like a matrix layer on top of it, which I thought was fascinating. And then when they actually yeah. do the resurrections, I don't remember any, any of the other movies. I might be wrong, but the digital rain is always falling like rain. Mm -hmm. But in this one, some of it goes up. It went up. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that's new. And it's yeah. so it's like the Matrix has evolved and this movie has evolved it, from the get go. I feel like the details in this, like, I don't think that this movie had been planned, you know, with the rest of them. But uh, and I do think that they were like trying to do what they had to do because WB was going to do a sequel without them. Sort of. I mean, that's all true. Right. And they comment they have that commentary in the movie about it. But uh, they what the more I watch this movie, this is the third time I've seen it now. The more I watch it, the more details I find. And I'm like, it's all connected and yeah. it's so fucking good. Yeah. And I love that from the very yeah. beginning. It's wait, cool. wait, go go back to that, Stephen. What is it about the gold code? I missed this. I don't I don't know if I've made that. Yeah. Connection. Uh so our previous guest Darren had brought that up. I had his he's big into the lore of it, and so I read a little bit of it now, but it starts off in the second movie, I think, whenever Neo meets Seraph, who's the the guardian of the mm -hmm. Oracle, and when he sees the or when he sees Seraph in code, he's like glowing, like like he's he's gold and he's kind of glowing. Mm. And there, uh, Seraph, the idea is that he was from the first Matrix, which was like the heaven, and the second Matrix was the hell. And the second Matrix had like the werewolves and vampires and all that stuff in it, which is they they make another showing in here, which mm -hmm. is cool, uh, with the Merovingian. Right. But um, so he like the original yeah. source code it was gold is the idea. And yeah. there are remnants of it and the exiles that weren't deleted, like Seraph and other characters that oh. get brought in. And Neo can see that. But then I think the idea that I gather from Resurrections of why they brought that in is like when Neo changed the Matrix at the end of the third movie, uh, there's like varying things. It's like there's no green tent to the actual Matrix anymore. It's like a normal world. And then that little girl makes this, you know, the beautiful sunset, the painted sunset, which they hadn't had and stuff like that. So I think it's just an idea of like, this is a different matrix, you know, 
Uh, and from the get go, mm. they're just kind okay. of hinting at that, which is just a cool flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, any other notes you guys want to jump in with? I have a well, million things to say, but Brent, what do you think? I was, I was going to say, Stephen, you had mentioned the Merovingian, and this is the second time I've seen this movie, but going back and watching these movies in like within this past month, just watching them all together, um, it is weird to see him in this movie mm-hmm. because he's all like scraggly yeah. looking and scruffy and everything. Like I, I, I don't know if I recognized him the first time oh, I yeah, watched yeah. this movie. That's I was funny. just like, Oh, this must either. be some character I forgot from, from one of the earlier movies. But I got to say mm-hmm. in this movie, he's looking more like the Scarevingian. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if like all, his, and thus completes the trilogy. Uh, I wonder if uh, his scenes were shot like, outside like if it was reshoots or whatever because you don't actually see that actor in the same scene with with everyone else you know yeah yeah they uh they also have like there's a train sequence that they you know in this movie they've upgraded their tech which i like they don't have to use phone booths they can use like mirrors and and then they can like transport between doorways and they go in that train and there are there are people in masks but they don't talk about the fact this was like filmed in during covid or whatever there's not a lot of people with masks Mm -hmm. I think everyone, I think they're all Asian, which is, I had, I had seen people like Asian people with masks for so much longer, you know, before mm-hmm. COVID anyway, uh, from various outbreaks mm-hmm. that they had done and, and being safe on in public transportation when they're sick or whatever. So, but they had that, I, I've mm-hmm. noticed that that's like, they definitely filmed this during COVID. They show a little bit of the masks. They show like some of the effects, like the Mary Vinci. Somebody stop me. Right. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yeah, they show the that mask. on the, yeah, like, the, the, yeah, they show oh. the movie in there. It's kind yeah. of the same color suit that, that uh, the new Morpheus wears, yeah. you know, like he, yeah. he goes those bright oh, suits. Oh man, you know? that's a good mess up. <laughs> Yeah. A good mask up. But but yeah, there there are some effects. <laughs> there are some effects in this that I that are kind of weird. Like there's there's some sort of modern CGI that looks kind of fake to me, and they do it a few times in here. And Mary Benjamin is kind of like that. Like it looked like he was filmed on a different set, and they kind mm-hmm. of just spliced his his mm-hmm. in there. And I wondered like it could have been reshoots. Mm-hmm. It could have been just like COVID, and they like they can only get him on one day or whatever you know. But they can't have everybody yeah. in the room. Maybe. But um, there were a yeah. few no- moments like that. It didn't ever take me out of the story, but uh, there was some times that I noticed it. Some of the effects are pretty great, uh, but I also felt like there wasn't a whole lot of practical in this one besides just the actual hand-to-hand combat fighting. Um, I felt like the other ones, they did a lot more like wire yeah. work, and even the sequels, they kind of got away from that, did a lot more yeah. CGI, and that stuff's better. There's no like rubber Neos in this one, you know? But um, Right. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, I, I dug yeah. it. And um, I actually, when I was rewatching it this morning and I had to kind of get done with it for the podcast, I found myself actually skipping forward through the fight scenes. I was way more invested in the actual story and like caring about Neo and Trinity. And I was like, the fights are cool, but like, I got it. You're fighting, you punch. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 That's blah. interesting. Yeah. 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 No, I feel like when we were young, all of us were really hyped by the fight scenes. Like it was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, it was part of what kind of. Um, I don't know, was, was part of the draw and, and more of a focus yeah. as opposed to the love story. And then now getting it later, that's, that's obviously not just the whole point. And it's kind of like they joke about with yeah. the um, the video game montage of his his other like coworkers shouting out their ideas of what the game to be. And they're all, mm-hmm. they all have their yeah. same points that hit over and over again. And there's like, there's some that are like, 
it's all about the action. It's all about the bullet, uh, bullet time. Say it with me, bullet time, you know? Bullet like, time. And it's all yeah. about that. And it's so funny. <laughs> and then they're like, another guy's like, no, it's like about philosophical, you know, you know, blah, blah, blahs. And it's like with a veneer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's also the Matrix. Uh-huh. And it's it's interesting to see, to see that commentary yeah. in this movie uh, in such a good way. Yeah. Oh, I love I love the nuance of it and the and your face of it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you watch yeah. the post credit scene? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It goes yeah. back to them, and they're talking yeah. about the adding cats to the it, cat and calling tricks. it the cat tricks. I, I yeah. had not remembered uh-huh. that until this morning, and I, I was like, I'm gonna skip forward. Uh-huh. I might have yeah. seen it before, but I'd forgotten yeah. about it. But uh, yeah, a little fun little tag on there. But I like mm-hmm. again, like I was yeah. mentioning, like the reference of this to other movies, and I'm not even sure that one might have come out first. But that scene and this this version of the Matrix made me think a lot more of um, the Truman Show. It reminded me of that, how, like, there's people around him, right, like, influencing his life and not letting him believe when he sees stuff that's, like, weird. And they're like, oh, no, that light, it wasn't a light that fell down from the stage. It was, like, an airplane part fell down, right? Like, they explain everything away, and they're all surrounding him. I thought that was kind of fascinating. Somebody really did stop him. Dude, I love that. The Truman Show? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great movie. Dude, no, Steven, I love that you brought that up. Connection, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, I totally thought the same thing rewatching them this time. I was like, this gives me Truman Show feels and, and also has completely messed with my um, my internal head dialogue, my, my human narrative since I was a kid in the same way that the Truman Show has because don't you go around since we saw this as kids being like, am I in the fucking matrix? <laughs> Is this the Truman Show? Not what I know. If somebody thought... I constantly think somebody's fucking with me. I'm like, this is a cosmic joke. I really do. I like the idea of that. That would help explain a lot similar. of my poor decisions in life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not me that's the problem. It's them. You know? <laughs> it's just the Matrix, man. Yeah, I, uh, it's wanting you to suffer. I, it wants you to suffer. I love that in this. Yeah, and they talk about like the, the Matrix weaponizes dreams and ideas and stuff and like the way they play Mm -hmm. the whole idea like um let me step back for a second i was talking to my brother about this uh the other day he's a he's a fan of the original matrix not really the sequels but he uh turned Mm -hmm. the the matrix resurrections off after like 15 minutes because he was like i just it's like cheesy i can't get into it and i'm like i i get that wow like the that first scene where they the the new blue-haired girl bugs like she finds Mm -hmm. the modal seeing trinity like escape and like the the look of it is almost kind of like cheesy compared to what they used to be when they were so dark and noir and heavy and stuff and like that's not the world that's not Mm -hmm. the matrix anymore it's not green and stuff if anything right right? and it it has like a little off to it but like i'm like oh but when you get into the lore and like what they're doing with the story like i love it i love it so much it it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. like it's so interesting to me that they would reboot neo and make him a video game designer to be like, oh, you remember the stuff, but only because you put it in this video game. Like, it's also fascinating that he would have the psychotic yeah. break and they would convince him that, you know, he has like a therapist that's helping him through this. And it's like, oh, man, like the yeah. scene where he's kind of waking up again and Smith is about to shoot him, the Jonathan Groff Smith. And then he wakes up mm-hmm. and he's yeah. in the analyst's office. He's with Neil Patrick Harris and he's like, hey, where'd oh, you yeah. go? Mm-hmm. And it's like they just did a reboot and he didn't realize it. But he's acting like he had a psychotic break during a therapy session. And the way they can mess mm-hmm. with his mind, I think, is such an interesting idea. And I I think it plays off really well if you give it a, a chance. Uh, but my brother just couldn't yeah. get past it. And I, I, I'm like, I kind of get that. If you don't like the sequels, if you're not into this, 
it has a different feeling. It's a, it's a different vibe, but I happen to love it, yeah. you know? No, I agree. I think that once that I, I got that point that this was, it was another iteration and we've had the multiple iterations of the matrix and then also, okay, so this is something I'm going to have to try to verbalize this. I think I wrote a note about it. Um, what I realized Wachowski, Lena Wachowski was trying to do in this one, it was really obvious that um, there was some point that, okay, so the, the older matrix um, was kind of the time that we had been living in, but literally they had pulled in technology, current technology stuff about video games, um, cell phones. There was a moment that, uh, oh, it was the Merovingian that was like, oh yeah ranting angrily about our current our current reality is everybody on their fucking phones beep beep boop boop you know <laughs> and um <laughs> and i was like you know there there was this element to this new matrix that is i think she was saying there's a a sadness and a suffering to our current reality mm. it that was true of the old ones it starts out with neo being, um, you know, slave to a corporate world, mm -hmm. you know, a reality that we're just beginning to have technology. Um, but, you know, we all think that we have to be these achievers, especially in middle age and do these things a certain way, live life a certain way. But now there's an added element. There's, um, there's technology, there's the stressors of it, there's the stressors of modern life. Mm -hmm. And there were really obvious pieces of that that she put in that made it like, this is, you know, it was part of the matrix, but it's also part of what we are suffering through and what we have to fight through to actually sure. get to, I, I think it's metaphors for enlightenment and, and breaking out of the entire, well, aside from the love story, the entire, one of the main themes is um, not buying into uh, just doing life as we are being sold the idea mm -hmm. of keeping it basic, you know, um, you know, we can be ourselves, we can be alter identities, which is a whole subject we can go into, especially with, you know, the sexuality thing and trans thing for mm -hmm. them, I think. And, um, and even, I think I had read something that maybe Lana was like a real computer or tech nerd. It's been forever since I read it. And I, I don't, I can't speak to it a lot, but um, you get such of that, that vibe when Neo in the beginning is, you know, like on his computer waking up, it's all about like tech nerds going online in the early days and being able to be themselves mm -hmm. in a, an environment where they didn't have to edit as opposed to obviously the very visual contrast of corporate life, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or modern life, you know. And I think that's part of the whole point too, just the, the overarching theme of um, accepting reality one way that has been fed to us that's um, not necessarily healthy versus breaking through those ideals and creating a reality that we want, which mm -hmm. is like the whole end of the movie with Trinity yeah. and Neo, and, you know? And there are so many layers like that. And they, again, they talk about it in that montage with the, the gaming nerds uh, at that corporation or whatever. And they're like, there's like stuff about capitalism and breaking out of that system. And there's obviously mm -hmm. the, the trans allegory there. Um, and then there's like mm -hmm. the religious overtones and the Jesus metaphor. Mm -hmm. And there are so many layers. Mm -hmm. And I felt watching the yeah. sequels originally, I thought this is all just like, it's over the top. It's too much, it's too many layers. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, they're throwing everything there to right. see really what sticks. Right. And like, but I'm like, 
looking back on it now, I'm like, no, it's all there and it's it's layered for a reason and it's thought out. Yeah. And it means something. And uh, and it does. It is a commentary on modern culture. And uh, that's so fascinating to me. It is. Um, real quick. I, is, were we just too young? I know. I don't know. It, or the, the time. It, was it? I was thinking like 2003. That's the year that Facebook was created, I'm pretty sure. So that the sequels came wow. out when social media really became what it is today. Right. That wasn't like the first social media, but. That was like the juggernaut that mm -hmm. set it off. Uh, and now yeah. looking back and it's like, I remember then like thinking like, oh, we won't hear about Zuckerberg, you know, after like 10 years or whatever. And like, look at him now. Like he's one of the most like richest people in the world. And like he has such influence on so much shit. And now he's trying to make his own fucking matrix and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And speaking of Zuck, yeah. I had uh, I had saved this thing. And you had mentioned the, the mayor of Angie speech because there was one part of it that I fucking loved uh, where he talked about art was better. So I'm going to play this real quick for you. I don't know if you can hear that at all. He says, like, give me your your something uh, like stupid suck of suck and your wiki pages, blah, 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 blah. Like he's, he's just like <laughs> ranting basically at like how our world is so connected. Yeah. He's like, we used to have good art. We used to have conversation and not that clicky clicky. Uh -huh. All that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. I caught way more of what he was saying watching it at home with subtitles. <laughs> the first time I was oh, like, Oh, it really helps. <laughs> yeah, I almost wrote it down. I should have instead of listening to this, but um, yeah, because it's just really funny. Yeah. Like, his dialogue is pretty great. It is it's good. I caught only bits and pieces of it. I was like, damn, Pepe Le Pew is pissed off. Uh, <laughs> like, I get that I don't much. Know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Got that French rage. Yeah. Classic. Um, <laughs> going back to what you were saying about your brother, Steven, he only watched the first, you said 15 minutes? Yeah, and I watched it. It's essentially when they're in the modal, like that whole sequence, I, I think it's probably what he saw. And that's it. Yeah. So oh, not wow. any of the explanation that follows immediately afterwards that makes it kind of cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so surprising to me that he wouldn't like that because like it is re reinterpreting the scene from the original opening of the original movie, right? So... You, yeah. you think that would be like a, a nice like gateway welcome back. Oh, but mm -hmm. you know, with the twist, you know, there's something else going on. So And I agree with that, and that's how I view it. But I also Thank can you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I can we see wrap it, up the episode. I can see it from the lens <laughs> of someone done. who doesn't. Because I know so many people that don't like it, like uh Josh and Sarah, who've been on the show for the first Matrix mm -hmm. episode. They like when I mentioned that we were doing this, Sarah was like, Good luck with that. Like she just it did, <laughs> did not click with her at all. And yeah. I, I don't think the sequels do that much either for them. And that's why yesterday when I was talking to my brother about it, um, I was like, Okay, well, do you like the sequels? And he was like, Yeah, not really. Like they're okay. And I'm like, Well, that's how mm -hmm. I always felt too. I can totally understand someone not liking all of it, but now I feel like I've had this renaissance, this matrix renaissance where I'm like, oh, I understand mm -hmm. a lot more of this and I like it, but I also cannot fault anybody for not caring about it or like, like to, <laughs> for me to explain why it's, or to me even tell you why it's so good to me, I'd have to sit down with you for an hour and lay out so much stuff. If you're not into it already, that it wouldn't, you know, you it wouldn't be cool or whatever, so. Um, so I think he just kind of was like, well, I'm not into it, so I don't have a lot to say about it. I don't really care. And I, I do. And so I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you why you should like it, you know? So. Right, right. No, I definitely feel the same way because I mean, I've had full on parts of my life where I didn't like it and, and yeah, even right. rewatching it in, well, number, well, watching number four in the theater, the third, the first time I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this, but being able to deep dive further into the mythology 
I like it way more. Yeah, I mean, it's, interesting. It's, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's it is. Yeah, and I I like yeah yeah. You you have to be invested in it to care about it, and I can't make someone care about it. And I also mm-hmm. realize like. I've had those conversations over decades where I'm like, someone likes it and they try to explain it. And I'm like, those sequels fucking suck. If you want to talk about the first movie, great. Otherwise, I don't even care. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't tell yeah, anybody yeah. like why why it's cool to see a rehash of the first opening scene of The Matrix. Why is that neat? Mm-hmm. If you're not into mm-hmm. it, if you don't understand why this was even a sequel, why it was even made, uh, I can't get you excited about that. But if you're willing to take the red pill and follow me down the rabbit hole that I, you know, <laughs> well, I, I can really oh. tell you all this cool stuff about it and why it's, why it's important. Why yeah. it's neat. Um, right. Right. I, I, I keep referring to resurrections as like a really cool epilogue, but the other one is kind of the trilogy. Yeah. This is kind of a tacked on story. You don't need it, but I also really right. like how it enriches the story. And now this is my yeah. favorite ending to everything. And with them being yeah. together and flying off together and like reshaping the matrix is like such a cool fucking thing. I think it's, I, I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. Um. I agree. I totally agree. Okay. So uh, there's too many things I want to talk to you about, about this, but um, <laughs> dude, so, so like one of the interesting things and I, I was super psyched to talk to you both about this is the, the religious aspect. I have to say, um, I, have to I am, I'm like most, <laughs> back in here. I want to hear what you have to say. Um, no, so, so we, most of us, I think, grew up, Brent grew up in Oklahoma too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, religious environment, um, Steve and I both have had our religious periods. Um, yeah. I think we're both like, Ooh, heavy pretty flow. not religious now. It was a heavy Ooh. flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of blood. There's always been lots of blood. With religion. You've seen the Passion of the Christ, then, yeah, lots That's of right, blood. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> but, Every 28 um, days, I, you flog I, your crotch. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Oh man! That's in the Da Vinci no, you Code. Do that. That's different. <laughs> Why is that the difference? Because he has that, like, he, the, the priest, whatever, has the Paul Bettany has that thing on his leg that he like tightens. It has like spikes in it. It's oh, like. It's, it's been for like way too sinning or whatever. That. It's a real thing. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's you like tighten okay, it. It's, it's meant to like thing. you think about your sins, yeah. whatever you pray about. I don't know. It's right. fucking weird. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. So I'm I'm like I'm a atheist most days and agnostic. You know, on a good day. Um, I like that <laughs> wording. I would say I. <laughs> I would say I was really even. Gosh, even in 2003, I was like. Mm, uh, on the fence about the religious symbology in the movies. I was kind of like, mm-hmm. are we taking a religious direction with this? Is Neo supposed to be Jesus? Like, um, mm-hmm. I didn't... Well, he has the beard. I wasn't down for that. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I kind of, I don't want to say anything more. I'm curious what your thoughts are about that. Either one of you. Brent? Steven? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, I like I like in this movie, in this movie particular, in particular, but also throughout the sequels, Neo never believes he's the one. He never believes he's Jesus. Right. And he mentions it in this right. one because there's a few people that say like, you know, I never believed you were the one, whatever. And he's like, I didn't either. And like, he still doesn't like, and and then we kind of find out that it's not even really him. It's it's Trinity and him. It's this love thing. I don't know. There's there's so many like layers oh, yeah. to it that are like obscure. You really can't 
there's not really like a fine point to it or like what how it really connects but there's a lot of ideas swirling around there and i like them all but um i also don't really i i don't really put much stock in the religious allegory of it but i do like that neo is sort of a uh prophesied figure who is going to bring some balance to the force type of thing you know like like he uh-huh. it, it fits in a mythology that i'm comfortable with like star wars and harry potter with like this prophecy and this balancing force whatever and what that really means and i love resurrections in particular because we find out that neo was not the jesus for humans he was the jesus for everybody he woke up machines he woke up sentience in general and i love that Mm -hmm. idea that everybody was a slave to this one master and everybody could be Mm -hmm. freed and you can make your own choices for for staying in there or not or whatever and the ramifications of what they really did are so out you know out out of the reach of what you thought the sequels could even be and i like what the way they go with that so going back to like the lost yeah. conversation or, or how the sequels went and like the, what the story wanted to be i had no expectations for this one and so it it really yeah. thrilled me how they kind of tied everything together uh for me but right. i don't really i don't buy into it so much to the jesus mythology i don't think about that much so when they talk about it in there it's obviously there but it's like the one i focus on the least i guess you know so Brent, yeah, uh, interesting. Jesus. Interesting. What do you think? Yeah. Hello, my Brent son. Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm running not a little... Hispanic. My name's not Jesus. <laughs> I'm running a little light. Can I get some money? Let me see that collection plate. I really need it. Yeah, yeah. Papa need Major to eat. Problem. Um, I'm generally speaking, I'm not a fan of like chosen one stories or uh, uh, prophecies or, or anything like that. I know who could have imagined, but uh, like, no, but that's like that's like all of sci-fi things i mean it's always a chosen person you don't like that no uh because it's like who's who's choosing you know and it usually dovetails back into some type of like higher power which is usually some type of religion and i'm just like i'm just not about that life you know but uh you know i just take it with a grain of salt and then a bunch of cocaine and i deal with it salty cocaine uh, that's brent's salty cocaine that's how you know. That's how you get the good flavor out that's of it. Brent's you know, sniff a choice. That's yeah. right. Is that why you can't I smell anything? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. LSD that was the way to go. Yeah, yeah. That'll open up your mind and your nostrils. <laughs> that's right. Maybe your butt if you do it right. Yeah, I don't well, know. I've never done that. So. Oh. Much like a blooming flower. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I kind of have to just like that's part of this franchise right is there's a a chosen one and yada 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 Mm -hmm. um the fact that they've had multiple neos in the past though uh going back to the the previous versions of the matrix it's like oh okay i guess like the the machines are creating this or maybe it's just like a a weird algorithm that creates this this character that shows up in Mm -hmm. each version of the matrix and yada yada i mean it's fine like it's not i don't know i don't know yeah, at least on this he's one, he's not super into it. He's not. It's not really religious. Yeah. It's it's machine algorithms, like you said. Like it's it's kind of like they're propagating the myth and the the idea of Neo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A lot, a lot I think yeah. that my I think my initial concern was that they maybe were trying to be religious or Christian with it, but mm-hmm. then watching it with a you know an older lens. I really think that the Wachowskis were just trying to rewrite the mythology we currently have Ooh, like and that. use some of that symbolism to um, to create a new reality. And okay, so this is this transitions into what I 
super noticed, I don't know, did either one of you notice this in number four, that they, the a number of times that they use the word binary was a lot, mm-hmm. a fucking lot. It was, it was, there was a lot of reference to it. And what I, um, what I think that she was trying to say was a lot of, um, mm, again, creating a new reality that we, we've had this idea of thinking about things in a binary way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, black and white, you have a yin and yang, which I kind of think actually um, Neo and Mr. Smith were kind of the yin and yang, mm-hmm. not, um, not Neo and Trinity. They're just the culmination of a love story. But mm-hmm. I think that they were the, like the opposing forces that kind of give that balance to the force hilariously right. is how I think about it. Um, Good way to think about it. Yeah, but how am I going to try to say this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it it was interesting because I I really don't think it was religious. I think it was just um, almost like a let's let's think about how we've always used these these ideas, how things used to be, um, gender roles, reality religion the forces the pressures we have culturally Mm -hmm. to be a certain way and live a certain life and then really truly i think that she was trying to just be like okay but now we know we know more we know that we shape reality um you know we we can have all of those sides including men and women we can have feminine and masculine sides um Mm -hmm. we can have these mythologies incorporate them and move past them um I don't know. So I didn't feel like rewatching it um, is annoyed. I was kind of like annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to make Neo Jesus? But now I think that she was just trying to say, uh, you know, it's some kind of savior chosen person who is really just about reshaping reality. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a great that lens to, to view it from. Yeah. It's um, like thinking about them using the ideas that we are shaped with already in culture, like everybody knows those mythologies, they know the Jesus story, even if they're not following that religion, like it's just so prolific. And then, mm-hmm. and then, like you said, like having that kind of chosen one idea in a lot of sci-fi and fantasy, and then them using right. that almost at first seems like, well, they're just, it's cliche, they're doing that, like it's what they have to do. But it's like, well, maybe they realize they have, that's the way in, they can, they can utilize that but then turn it on its head later on. And I think that's kind of what they've done. And uh, especially with just mm-hmm. her in this, in this last one, since right. Lily's not a part of it, but um, I still feel yeah. like it's very much the canon of the story. And I like how they, you know, were able to shift all our ideas with that. So yeah, I, I'm right. glad too, that you kind of mentioned it that way too. Cause I feel like that kind of validates my experience of just not really attaching much to it. Maybe they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, utilize it at the beginning, but then get kind of like twisted or get away from it. So um right right yeah I think like we're our own heroes a, you know right yeah and, and we really allison just, you were we, you were sorry yeah. go ahead no go no no you go ahead i was gonna say you had mentioned are they trying to make uh neo jesus and i think the proper way to look at it is we should make jesus neo oh. so you like go to your local church throw some sunglasses on that bitch you know what i'm saying <laughs> it was yeah. the one where he's yeah. like stapled to that cross He's already got yeah. his his side opened up from that yeah. spear, right? So you mm-hmm. just like put put your fist in there like it's a bowl of spaghetti, it's, you know? It's the side. <laughs> yeah, bring Not it all right. together. Do it for the Lord, you know? Fisting for Jesus, that's my new motto. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh my God. 
so funny. Um, oh my gosh. Trying to think of uh, any other yeah. like big segments I was thinking I, about. Obviously, like religion is a yeah. is a big part of that. Um, Can we talk about the use of color in this? Yeah, please. So, yeah. Uh, I, I really like the updated look for this movie. Um, at the end of the third movie, they rework the Matrix, and it's not everything is not just like a, a weird like green tint mm-hmm. uh, to reality yep. and within the Matrix. It's it's more colorful, and it's. Uh, move forward to this movie, which I like a lot. I really like the visuals of this movie. I think the cinematography mm-hmm. is great. Um, yeah. The the use of, like, red and blue in the movie, though, does perplex me a little bit. Um, because, mm. you know, you get the red pill, the blue pill. That's, you know, part of the, the whole thing. Um, and the the doctor, whatever, he has a different name, right? It's like, because of the I a, know, what, what was it? The uh, analyst. 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 There you the go. Analyst. Anal's right there. Mm-hmm. See? I know. It's right there. Anal. Mm-hmm. The anal rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he he has on like these really cool looking like blue glasses. Like his frames are blue. And he wears yeah. a lot of blue uh, up through the point where we he yeah. like reveals himself to be the villain of, of the movie or whatever. But I like that touch to it. So it's really like yeah. you take the blue pill, you stay in the matrix, and you just live that reality, right? But then mm-hmm. I'm a little bit confused by the the character Bugs, who I love. Jessica Henwick, she can get it all day, just mm-hmm. all day. But um, yes. her hair is blue, which looks great. But I feel yes. like if we're following the theme hmm. of it's blue keeping you in okay. the matrix, maybe your hair should be, yeah. if not red, if you're afraid someone's going to like right make america great again on your hair okay fine <laughs> maybe make it green or whatever but you know like blue has such a specific um connotation yeah. to it within this movie if not the franchise itself that i'm like right. okay that was was this a choice or, or what was going on I there i kind of think that the, i kind of think it wasn't i think that there were really obvious moments of the red and the blue that were purposeful i just think that her hair color just looks good on her and that's why that happened that way it kind yeah. of feels like it has to be like that because otherwise mm-hmm. that's a big mistake yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and uh another yeah, no, question she, she's definitely not a blue pill yeah no definitely not no think about Damn. that yeah mm. uh and then another question I've got is whenever a character goes into the matrix, now that we all know that there's a, a trans allegory as part of this, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of curious about the, the uh, idea that they didn't take the opportunity to have a character that's in the real world. Um, you know, in like the outside of the matrix, I should say, uh, whenever they jack in, yeah. they're not like switching their body or whatever. It seemed like that mm. could have been like a good Ooh, chance to do that. You such know, a missed opportunity. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But That's I wonder a really if, good point. I wonder if there was a, um, a conversation about that because in, I think it was the first yeah. movie there was, was it the first movie? Maybe, it, maybe it was reloaded. I don't know, but there's a, uh, an androgynous looking person, uh, I don't know how they identify, but uh, they th- when they go in the Matrix, they're wearing all white. I think it's the first movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. It is. they end up getting unplugged or whatever. But that's the type of thing, like, it, it could go either way with it, you know? And they could mm-hmm. represent themselves as one way outside of the Matrix and then another way entirely within the Matrix. Um, I don't know. I it just, would have been interesting I, that's choice, what I was, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping yeah. for, for some of that I, the first time I watched it. 
I love that. I think that's a really good idea. I I just noticed in general, I think that there are a lot of characters, it's just the androgynity of it all. Like, mm -hmm. there are a lot of really, um, especially in the newest one, a lot of the characters are playing um, with fashion and hair and, um, and looks that are uh, just go both directions for either gender. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, I mean, really, that's kind of the real culmination that I think, whatever, I'm super liberal, so we're just going to talk about that. But the real culmination of um, understanding gender roles or identity is, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the binary. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be male or female. Um, there's a whole lot of in between. And I think that that's kind of what they're trying to get at as the full culmination. I think the earlier movies um, had a lot more of just that subtle you can be when you're in a digital space, a different person, if that is a different identity, um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, male to female or female to male. But then this one, it's more like there's a lot of in between. Yeah. And it can be the red and the blue. It can be, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't have to be either one. And we also don't have to talk about it because I think they even kind of implied a relationship between bugs and um, one of the other characters, which I kind of missed like the first go round. But we just we just don't have to talk about it. It's just like it's just there, you know. I'm uh I found a little Reddit thread about the the, the blue hair thing, and I thought oh, this was really okay. interesting because oh. they they basically lay it out like this that th this entire film is the Matrix is different than what we've seen before, and so the the meanings of things have changed, and they were like the yeah. the red and the blue as presented in the first films like is so binary and this movie is about moving away from the binary like allison was saying yeah and that yeah. the matrix can't tell you who you are so they're like the right. simplest explanation is she just likes blue but she doesn't have mm -hmm. to conform to the red and then i'm even thinking it's not in this right. thread but the machines obviously are like red tinted like their their lights or their eyes if you will mm -hmm. like the ones that are mm -hmm. have been freed and are part of their ship and their crew are still like the red symbol. And the idea is like, there it doesn't have mm. to be binary anymore. You can be whatever you want to be. And they're all yeah. playing with that. And I think that's the same thing with like, with their clothing, their gender yeah. roles in general, whatever. I think it's all like, out, all out the window. You can be whatever you want. It can mix and match. And you don't have yeah. to yeah. be conformed to that one thing you were told to be conformed to, like the red and the blue. And the, like somebody within the matrix is like, oh, cool. Can I have green hair? And the entire matrix is like, no, no. we did it. No, we, no, we're done. We did we green. Cannot. We're not doing it anymore. Yeah. Sam Jackson lights up his purple lightsaber and someone yeah. just shakes their head. No. Oh, yes. Yes. I want That's really the culmination, hair. right? Purple should have been like the new, the new Hell movie color. Yes, yes absolutely. You know, the mix yeah. of the blue and the green. Yeah. Or that, yeah, oh, the, my God. The blue if and the red. I'm, I'm telling so. you, on Bugs, if you threw some oh, yeah. nice lavender on her hair, oh, yeah. oh, my God, my body would explode. I do love too. That's one of the details Dude, I, so I love is uh, the the bugs thing. And then whenever she has the white rabbit on the her tattoo, shoulder, yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. God damn it. I fucking love yeah. every little bit of this. I love all uh -huh. the details. They don't yeah. feel contrived. Yeah. They feel so fun to me. Yeah. She was my favorite character for multiple reasons, but I thought that she had like a real like personality about her, which is what I was missing from yeah. some of the early matrix movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whether she's yeah, in the matrix sure. or not, she's never like too cool mm -hmm. for school or anything. She, she yeah. seems like a genuinely well-rounded character and she has motivations yeah. and I didn't remember her being in all of the movie the first time I watched this for whatever she's reason, over, but yeah. she's, she's in it from like the, yeah. the beginning to end. And I mm -hmm. thought she was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, um, no, I, I kind of think that the early ones were really just personal opinion. I think that they were really just fetishy. 
I think that mm-hmm. the I think the Wachowskis were kind of into the I guess I missed that cool like oh dude rewatch it <laughs> the whole like I'm really fucking cool I've got my sunglasses on I've got my leather I've got my my latex outfits and everything is like dead face gosh they're in a club in the beginning if you watch like the background characters it's almost I mean it kind of feels sex clubby oh yeah um <laughs> and like I think that it's that vibe that everything's cool and sexy and I think they just moved past that I think they were playing with that for fun mm-hmm. um yeah that's but yeah Bugs had way more personality everybody else was yeah the first ones were real like um that model face like <laughs> I have yeah. no I have I have zero emotions about any of this right now, you know. It's definitely a choice, though. Like, I think it was Darren, our old guest, that brought that up about, like, Keanu's reaving, uh, Keanu Reeves is acting in general, like, throughout his movies or whatever. Yeah. But there's a there's a charm to it, and, and I feel almost like um, mm-hmm. the way I feel about Nick Cage and, and Keanu Reeves is kind of similar. Like, I feel <laughs> like they're always doing something, and it might not always click with you. It might not always work, but... I, I feel like um, kind of like too like the especially the prequel films of the Star Wars trilogy, but the, the the even the original Star Wars trilogy, the the style that George Lucas wanted out of those actors is like a certain kind of campy throwback '30s thing. Yeah. And this one, I feel like that was the choice. Like they they're not bad actors; they're mm-hmm. acting like that on purpose. It was a style, and it's weird, yeah. and it doesn't always work, and it feels sometimes really stiff and wooden. But <laughs> but um, it overall <laughs> works, right? Like I, I I still like it for the it's it's almost as as much as the bullet time or the green tent. They're they're yeah. acting that kind of model look, that kind of like. I don't know. I know Kung Fu. It's an aesthetic. It's an aesthetic choice. Right. Right. So I don't know. Good or bad, yeah. it's there, you know? Yeah. I remember. Oh. I think it's fantasy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for certain. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, like, when I first watched this movie, and I, I had heard that Christina Ricci was going to be in it, and oh, then yeah. she's in there at the beginning, and that's it. She's in there for, like, one scene. She and fucking she's gone. Banging. Oh, I was yeah. Like, Man, I was really expecting her to be in it a lot more. Because that's like a, a big name for just mm-hmm. like a, that throwaway part. She was know? in Speed Racer, I right? I know. I would have loved uh, to have seen her in that more. That's right. I, I figured they brought her in because and, she was in Speed Racer, but I haven't seen it. So I don't really know. I think she's a big character in that movie, but I, I love seeing her again. Huh. I love her. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. looked good. She had that like, she, it was like weird dyed hair. It was like kind of mm-hmm. like darker hair with like blonde yeah. huge streaks in it but it was mm-hmm. short and wavy and it just looked fucking i don't know she just looked cool mm-hmm. want to hang out with her yeah hey man if yeah. somebody has streaks on them it's best be in their hair than in their underwear you know what i'm saying <laughs> in their underwear hell yeah dude <laughs> Gross. Gross. hey you're the nurse man <laughs> yeah we thought you'd seen it all we don't we don't we don't do poop at home. We only do poop at the hospital. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Except Damn. for when Brent brings me his cylinder of poop to oh, pay uh-huh. for berries. Yeah. <laughs> you still gotta. It's not a. It's not as big of a mound, but you still gotta do the full elbow glove. Oh yeah. 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 Hell you yeah. Might put a couple of them on even. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna expect you to bring me a mound of poop. An okay. Entire mound. Get working on it. Okay. Okay. Have you guys? Have you guys seen movie like 43? <laughs> I've only seen clips of it. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. There's um, Brent, you're going to have to eat a burrito. You're going to have to prep yourself for this. You're going to have to like, listen, I'm going to need you to get ready. Okay. Um, there's a whole episode. Well, they're like little mini movies in movie oh, yeah, 43. Yeah. And, and um, oh my God, one of my favorite female comedians. Fucking, damn it, what's her name from... You're going to have to edit this because I can't think of it. Anna Ferris? Yes, Anna Ferris. Thank you. Got it. 
she um, she's with Chris Pratt and she they're married and she tells him, you know, she has the secret fantasy and the fantasy is <laughs> what do they even call it? Damn it, where he'll sit on her chest. Sorry. Oh, that's what she wants. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you know, I'm really not into this, but I love you and I'm gonna do it. Oh my god. <laughs> and he eats. She's like, you're going to have to really eat something really crazy before he eats like all this Mexican food and these burritos. And oh, it's oh my God. It's so gross. So this is a family it's film? It's gross, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes. We watch it every Christmas. <laughs> of course. With the kids. <laughs> it's when the, the Yule log comes out. You want oh, to be yeah. watching this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. by the fire. Oh, yeah. With the Yule log. Mm-hmm. Good learn- time. Warm yourself by the steamy poo. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Ah, it's yeah. just lovely. I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> please edit that out. If this, no, that's no, the stay on the show. If uh, if our show does not get into some someone's shitting on someone's chest, I don't even know mm-hmm. what we're doing here. You know? Well, we did start the episode talking about fisting someone's abdomen, oh, so yeah. I think that kind of set yeah. the baseline. Yeah. So you know, not the worst thing we've heard. Uh, yeah. So far. even today. Yeah. Yeah. So good time. so far, so good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what else you guys got? Uh, what do you guys Wait, think Steven, about? Do you remember? Oh, sorry, I keep doing that. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid I... of dead air that I'm just like, <laughs> I guess I'll start talking. But no, you please, please go ahead. You're the guest, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Steven, you remember? Um, you used to say this that you like went to like church functions and they would say, Don't mix the red and the yes. blue and make purple. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, That's that's why we need the final culmination. Card that's why it purple. makes sense in this. Yeah, when Neo and Trinity get together, maybe. You know, or like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe this Wait, should have actually. This? This is, so this was at church camp, <laughs> growing uh-huh. up, and they would say the girls are red and the boys are blue. Don't make purple. So dumb. That was our like. Sl- oh, yeah, like don't have sex. Oh. Because yeah. there's and like you yeah. know a thousand kids and there's like 10 counselors and they can't watch everybody and they're like guys we know you guys are going to have sex you're all like 13 14 years old. Uh, you know, literally. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Literally, so they would just say, also, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they would say, don't make purple. And I always thought it was so funny. Like, I don't know. It makes me think, it makes me cringe now. But at the time I was like, yeah, guys, yeah. don't make purple. Make Jesus, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the, yeah, I lost the thread there. But so lame. It was so lame. I, I love making purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Oh, oh my god anyway. but it was, i think a, a, cool a good this. tactic for being a, a church youth counselor is to gather all the kids and be like look jesus is watching you and he's a real fucking pervert he is he's hiding in the bushes he's got several pair of binoculars he's gonna watch all of you at the same time and he's gross oh man yeah mm-hmm. jesus will come on you if you, if you get together and make purple you're gonna get Jesus come on you, and and you know what? That's it, bird. Oh my God! It's like in Silence of the Lambs when that dude like throws it. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow! I never expected that to happen on the show, uh-huh. but I love that it did. Sorry. Yeah. No, this is where you want. People oh. don't know the loveliness of Allison, and now they do, and I'm really glad for oh. it. So. Um, oh. uh, okay, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a, a couple notes here that I definitely wanted to mention. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been 60 years since uh, Neo died. Uh, they mentioned that in the yeah in the thing. Um, I just love how they play with time in these movies and how the humans don't really know what's going on and they, they don't even realize 
like they they're like it's been a hundred years war in the, like the first movie and it's mm-hmm. like no this is like this mm-hmm. like fifth or sixth version so we've been doing this for hundreds of years and like and now it's another 60 and like i love that like uh niobe yeah. shows back up as like i think she's she's a general i hated now. that oh <laughs> i, I liked it. it what do you hate about it the look of it mm-hmm. or just the idea? Yeah, don't the get slapped <laughs> I am gonna get so Will Smith slabs. I hated her makeup. And I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 then oh god, she was wearing tight pants, and this is just my thirty-year-old brain being like, no fucking. If she was wearing, if she it was sixty years later, maybe if she was thirty, she'd be like ninety. Yeah. Right. If she was thirty in the original, she'd be like ninety. Ain't no ninety-year-old ass woman wearing tight pants, <laughs> like, and and she kind of. I don't know. I just hate the way her face moved, and I didn't like. Do it. you uh, have you seen it? Do you like Cloud Atlas from from the Wachowskis? I'm on the fence about that because that movie. I love I, that movie, but it also has that same. They have those yeah. weird makeup effects, and they don't sell it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like again, it's it's part of the aesthetic. It's part of the charm of it in a weird way. There are times I can accept it, and then other times I'm like, I wish that. Okay, so you guys don't know but makeup technology is changing really rapidly it's, hmm. it's changed just like entertainment in in our lifetime um and it's gotten so weirdly good and i'm kind of like aren't haven't we gotten better right. about makeup that we can make somebody look old and it actually still move with your face like that it kind of makes me insane well like um, i don't know maybe old captain america looks so good at the mm-hmm. end of uh, Endgame, yeah. right? Like that looked yeah. legit. Like that was Chris yeah. Evans as an old man, and uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, they have the technology. Like Marvel, for some reason, whatever they're using, yeah. whoever they're using, their shit looks so That's good compared to most people. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I agree with you there. I liked the idea that I, I would say, and then it had. Um, uh, I can't remember the other chick's name that that's with her there, but she was like on Family Matters yeah. back in the day. I yeah. know I thought Family Matters too. Yeah, and I was like, just seeing her, I haven't yeah. seen her in years, decades. That was and exciting. I was, yeah. It was really cool just to see her, an yeah. actual old person, you know, older person, yeah. uh, kind of helped sell the effect for me because <laughs> she actually was it that does. age. But uh, but yeah, I, I thought that too, yeah. that Niobe should be like 90 years old though, and she looks more like 60 mm-hmm. Uh, or 70 mm-hmm. I guess I don't know but um, but yeah I did like yeah. just the idea that like and then when they show when, the, when Neil Patrick Harris like explains like the process of him like resurrecting Neo and, and then Trinity and like right. showing that and then like rebuild them and like he jokes about we, yeah. we just got through this crazy remodel of our house you know from our fire and he jokes about like mm-hmm. it's like a house remodel it's like cost twice as much and took twice as long and i was like damn straight and you were you like say it, neil patrick harris <laughs> yeah yeah amen brother and so that was really funny to hear but uh i liked that that kind of view of it and then um i like yeah. the idea that again it's like they've been they've been doing this for you know decades and things have yeah. progressed they've gotten better yeah. there is some peace but neo is still right back where he was and he feels like so you know like everything wasn't worth it i I like the idea of playing with that stuff when we felt like everything was solved at the end of the last movie Mm -hmm. and of course things just keep moving on so i think that was commentary i think that's commentary on um even in like you know the the 90s the 2000s we've had these iterations of um things changing and getting better for humans and and um people becoming more um evolved about a lot of things, you know, mm. we've had the various cultural revolutions. And, and I think especially, gosh, we can say this today, this week, this month as a woman, um, you know, we think we've gotten somewhere 
um, and then literally we're almost, we're living in a time where they might overturn turn Roe, where Just I'm crazy, living in a yeah. state where they've literally like made abortion illegal. I think most people who have fought for human rights feel like we've fought and then, and we think we're, we've gotten to a spot that's good. And then why are we here fighting again? Mm -hmm, I think that there mm -hmm. was a lot of commentary about that, that yeah, yeah. Lana was kind of saying, here we are again doing this again, I thought we had gotten to some kind of good place about it, but we still have to keep addressing these things. Oof, you get me chills just thinking about that. Again, it's like another layer <laughs> that's totally fucking there when you think about it, and you're like, holy shit, mm -hmm. and we are, and we're, mm -hmm. like, I never thought we would, like, I know they say, like, history repeats itself and stuff, but I, I felt that it was like, oh, in a different way, I don't know, you think you make these pro this progress as humans, and you have these rights, mm -hmm. and they're inalienable then, mm -hmm. And they're not. Mm -hmm. And within your own lifetime, mm -hmm. that things could rapidly change back to this horrible, horrific thing, you know. And then, like in Texas, right. like the the trans kids laws, where it's like they're talking about it being like mm. abuse to these kids and stuff. And then, um, uh -huh. again, too, uh, another reoccurring thing in our lives. I've mentioned uh, many times on this Matrix episodes this this month that. Uh, when Matrix came out in 99, it was right around Columbine and it was blamed for a lot of Columbine. They, yeah. they dressed like right. Neo. Um, they had those guns right. and stuff. And then it took like four years for the movie to come out. And I wonder if any of that had to do with them kind of distancing, distancing themselves from that event. And here I we are again. So. It just yeah. fucking happened. Like it happens once a week now and like all the time and we're still doing it. And clearly it was not the yeah. movies that did anything right. like yeah. you know it's the fucking guns right. but it's like we're still dealing with all right. of these things recurring yeah mm. we are we are man leave it to the matrix of all things yeah to to help you know explain <laughs> our world like but holy yeah. shit it's there you know if, you, if yeah. you want it to be if you if you look into it it's just yeah. all those layers of the onion you know are you saying the matrix is like an onion the matrix is like a blooming onion come on down the old man steakhouse <laughs> I fucking love a blue and onion, man. I'm craving yeah. one now. You mentioned that. Holy shit. Oh man, I can fuck one up really easy. Yeah. I've had one of those forever. Oh my god. Talk about fisting something. Fist that right in my mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be I, so hard to do because it's like my jaw. Bloom. Oh yeah, I <laughs> into my jaw. I get the whole thing in there, baby. What are those things in a uh, Stranger Things with the little like flower petal heads that yeah. split open? That's a Demogorgon. Yeah, yeah the, Demogorgon. The they can do it. Onion oh, Gorgon. Yeah. 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 Crikey, I'm the onion. I mean, you get to do like a video. Episode <laughs> yeah, I know we need to. And like, and like, and like, pie face each other with the blue and onions. <laughs> with the blue and onions. Like, fist each other's faces. Oh with my god! <laughs> now you're talking about style. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, what I'm into. I don't know. <laughs> Going yeah. back to oh. to the movie, what do you guys <laughs> think of the analyst as a villain? Because I I know there is a little bit of like oh. uh, scuttlebutt at the time the movie came out last December that he was I don't know but some people didn't really care for him uh, upon the second uh -huh. watch of this I like I kind of liked him you know mm -hmm. yeah I what do you guys think yeah. Allison um, dude okay so immediately when I rewatched I thought of NPH's um, did you see Dr. Horrible oh yeah a long time ago oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's, I mean it's been forever and I had kind of forgotten about it but I really love the shit out of that I mm -hmm. think Neil Patrick Harris makes a great villain. I think he's a delightful villain. He yeah. has like a, a glee about him that is really fun. Um, 
Oh, I'm going to pivot into such a weird uh, subject about it, maybe in a minute. I want to know what Steven says, but but we'll come back to it. Okay. I I felt like there was a weird commentary that I have a little bit of a beef with about maybe that therapy and or antidepressants are not good, which as a nurse and a big mental health advocate, I think is dangerous as hmm. shit. Um hmm. Uh, because I think that they're both very powerful tools that need to be used, especially to deal with modern life. Um, and at the same time, I fully buy into the idea of we shape our reality and we need to be, you know, active participants in it to um, to break out of, you know, the cultural pressures, which I think is the overall theme. Um, but but I kind of feel like. Lana was throwing shade at therapy and antidepressants when Neo's in the beginning taking the pills and, you know, and just going with modern life. And I'm like, don't do that. We need that. That is actually really important. That's so interesting. So weird a side note. Mm -hmm. um, but I loved NPH's the yeah. analyst. I'll hit on both of those. So I think uh, yeah. NPH, I think, is a, is a good villain. He has fun with it. I like when you – I like the old architect – um, I used to think the architect mm -hmm. was kind of boring because it was just like this exposition dump. Yeah. But on rewatching, yeah. liking the, the mythology, I was like, oh, I really like what he's saying. And like his style of delivering it was so cool to me. And then I mm -hmm. like that this is like a completely new like he did the Matrix for years for for hundreds of mm -hmm. years, you know. And then this is the only mm -hmm. like this is the first new architect, basically. And mm -hmm. I like that they mm -hmm. went a completely different way. And I think NPH was a, a great choice for that. It's definitely different, but mm -hmm. I liked it. Um, and yeah, so I like that. Uh, I I did yeah. not think much. I did not attach much meaning to the 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 pills or the therapy thing, except for manipulation. Mm -hmm. To me, it was just about like yeah, he's using that as a way to manipulate Neo and like the the giving him the blue pills in particular. That was a a really like fun detail that he's literally taking mm -hmm. this daily to keep himself in the matrix and doesn't right. realize it. Um, I would say also though, I, I hadn't thought about it, but once you mentioned it, I was like, well, everything in here has some meaning. That's the whole idea is like they're, they've thought about yeah. it. I wonder though, yeah. if instead of good therapy and good prescriptions, if you have a good doctor and they can help you work through things, that's like, that's a, a good thing. But also, like, mm -hmm. say for, like, a trans person who's maybe going to a doctor who does not believe in that and is trying to tell right. them. Or, like, a, a pastor who's, like, believes yeah. in anti, or what is yeah. it, the, the conversion therapy stuff. And, right. and I don't know if the Wachowskis did any of that or had any of that exposure. Right. And maybe they would be rebelling Or maybe commenting that. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which I, I, don't know. I fully support that because I think there's plenty of that, especially in the medical community, of not acknowledging... Um, you know, the reality of what uh, trans people experience. So I think, you know, when I view it in that lens, I'm, I'm fully support it. I just, I'm just like, oh, let's not. It's a fine let's line. Not, oh, yeah, it's a yeah. fine line. Let's not over push, you know, the uh, demonizing those things because yeah. they're really good tools, I think. But, um, but yeah, I liked too that the analyst is a new form. It's almost like he took the place of Smith, Mr. Smith. Mm. Um, the the pressure from the the computer part of the matrix that um, keeps people in their suffering loop, you know. Yeah. And he talked mm -hmm. about, you know, when we made it too good, people didn't believe it, and then when we made it so people suffered. I okay, gosh, whatever. I think that a modern capitalistic life is kind of like that. Like, okay, we keep people in this like mm -hmm. nice in between level of work. You can have some of the nice things. You don't have really everything. Um, 
there's a 1% that's just, I mean, living a life that we can't even really literally imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, But as long as we're suffering just enough, but not too much, we'll accept it. And we'll keep going. And real. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty real. I I like the explanation in the movie about keeping uh, Neo and Trinity like within proximity of each other, but not really like letting them connect because he says something to the effect of like, if we keep you within close distance, you generate more energy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just imagining like their crotches getting so fucking hot (laughs) that they're just like kicking out BTUs, you know, sometimes they have to like turn on sprinklers to water down the pod just to cool them down, you know? Yeah, they, it's like they have a master, masturbatory little robot that comes in and oh, helps okay, yeah, get in there, Franklin. <laughs> Do your job. Start, <laughs> it's like start that, siphoning. Was it Reloaded that that like they get back to uh, Zion and everybody's like doing the the orgy rave yeah. and then Trinity's like, hey, let's go fuck, and they're like, all right, let's go fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. so that is uh, definitely <laughs> canon. You know, I'm telling you, it's fetishy. I'm telling you. <laughs> I still don't see that. No, I don't get it. I don't know. We'll we'll explain it later with pictures. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I love that. Thank you. No text. Get to a picture book. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I also want to talk about Morpheus in this movie. It's like a rebooted oh, version yes. of Morpheus. He starts out. I at, mm-hmm. the first time I watched this movie, I thought, oh, he's going to be the new. Agent Smith, but then he flips over to Morpheus, and he also kicks his style up 4,000 degrees because he's looking fresh to death. I fucking love every costume. He looks like a a step straight out of the 70s for some reason, but it's so, like, colorful and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, God. He just looks great. The the urinal or the stall, rather. And he's like, hello, Neo. And he's like, I'm sorry. Like, he gets like, (laughs) I just really wanted to do the dramatics. That's what what it's it's like. Uh, Even some of the the older characters that are in new bodies now, they let them have a personality, which is really kind of all I wanted from a modern Matrix movie, you know? Yeah, you I would, kept I would about even that, say, and then now you have it, so there you go. Yeah, I would, I would say that, like, Smith has more personality than he had previously mm-hmm. as well. I don't know if... I, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to, to know what the process was for the new actors stepping into the old roles. Like, if they were like, we want you to do your own thing with it, or they specifically told them not to mimic the the previous actors or how that works but either way i mm-hmm. I, I like both of both of those actors in this new yeah movie. yeah i like um for sure i yeah <laughs> allison go Lick, ahead you you are about to burst you're the guest and i we we <laughs> no, just no. we just want to fill dead air all the time but if you uh-huh. want to say something no we want you to yeah. say something you so i'm, I'm intrigued by that Let's have an awkward silence right now. Let's do oh it. my god, I can't. I can't even do it. <laughs> do I can't it. even do it right now. Do it. It's so uncomfortable. Afraid. Afraid. It I'm sounds gonna, like I'm so, stare at you. because the, I feel like the listeners are like, why didn't they edit that out? They should have edited that out. <laughs> can I we have a moment of silence just to make Brent uncomfortable? We can edit it. it out later. Do it. Oh Steven, we're god. doing it. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I'm looking around the Allison's house. Looks like she's got a bright ass window. Could be a portal Drive to heaven or hell. Huh? Uh-uh. It is. Uh-uh. It's, it's no. both. It's both. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. Making purple out there in that window, tell you what. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, so, dude, no, but I fucking loved Morpheus's suit. So, did either one of you notice, I don't, I can't remember from Young Brain, that um, if I knew that Morpheus in the original movie, his suit was lightly purple. It's dark purple. I don't know if I had noticed that. I thought it was maybe black. 
when Ooh. I rewatched it, of course, better quality TV now. Right. His suit is dark purple. You probably watched mm-hmm. it on VHS so, originally. I, I thought, yeah. Right. Like, I remember smaller TV, less quality, right. you know, the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, still good, but different. I'm not sure I knew, but it was dark purple. And then I love that now they went colorful. I think that's a huge cultural reference, of course, especially with the BIPOC community. They have, like, really colorful dressing lately. Uh, it's a fashion thing. I fucking love the shit Wait, out of it. What, is, what community um, is this? BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color. Black oh. Indigenous People of Color. You don't know the BIPOC? I'd heard that. Print. Yeah, no. I honestly, that's one of those, I've only read online, and I was like, I think it's said time. this way, too. But I'm not even sure. So you did it, right? Like I said it. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of the rapper yeah. BIPOC Shakur, but I've not, I've not heard no, no, of no. that actual no, that's, community. That's Apologies funny. if I get canceled for that. No. Yeah, sorry. You are. You're about to cancel you right okay. now. <laughs> Allison's got scissors out. Wait, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, man. no, but man, his suits are so great. I wish I want to be like some fabulous dude wearing suits like that. I don't know. I think it was wonderful. It's <laughs> super fun. Uh, he His character threw me at first because he's so different than Morpheus. And my understanding of you him is so? after just like his he's way more like. I don't know. Morpheus is so serious all the time. Yeah. And he's, he's more animated. With it. Yeah. Like he's yeah. having fun with mm-hmm. it. Like he's like, I get to be yeah. Morpheus, but yeah. I also didn't take yeah. it as like, I like, that. like Morpheus died and he's really gone. I took this as like, this is just the modal Morpheus that Neo created who got out of the matrix within the matrix and came out to the overarching yeah. matrix to then free Neo from yeah. that matrix but he's all like he's still just a program Neo created. Is how I read it. I feel like Neo really took some liberties with that version of Morpheus. He's like definitely, uh, but he's got he's a party dude. I <laughs> guess I don't know. It's like oh okay, but I he guess. also combines him with Agent Smith, so I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I took it that he had evolved. That just like Smith had, I guess, head cannon that's not supported at all. That they have like gained some level of consciousness and evolved. Certainly, but, yeah, but that like, could he's be totally wrong. like Neo is is the Neo. Like he his a he's a physical yeah. body they recreated, and so is Trinity. But uh, right. my understanding of of this Morpheus is he is he was put in the modal to wake up. Yeah, and then yeah. when he wake up, when he wakes up, he knows he's Morpheus, and then he can go then to the larger Matrix and Activate. wake up Neo. And it's all a treadmill right. to create him, and and he is a real sentient. What they call it, like a synthient, which I thought was interesting too. Uh, yeah. You know, machine that is, you know, aware. Um, and then he, yeah. you know, plays a larger role. And then, like, the way that they have him in real life, where he can be that, like, they call it like a paramagnetic bo- oscillation, blah, blah, blah. That shit was cool. Yeah. I just like how they, they bridged great. everything. Like, they talk about with with IO as well. And Niobe says that, like, the people, Zion was stuck in the past. They were stuck in war. They didn't know anything else but us or machines. And it always had to be, they were always a symbiotic relationship. Uh, they all needed each other. And and now some humans and some machines are realizing that and like creating this new world together. And uh, I just think that's fascinating. Right. I never expected all that, but. What did you yeah. guys think of uh, yeah. Niobe's, I can't think of the name of that weird pet that she has, but it's like a giant robot thing. I was thinking it's like a falcon yeah. mixed with a manta ray, oh, yeah. but also a robot. The ray yeah. that comes in. Yeah. Yeah. That thing's cool. It I want cool. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked really neat. Yeah. It made me think of the abyss. Yeah. The the creatures in the yeah. abyss. You it ever seen that? Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Long yep. time ago. 
Yeah, they they have it this like they're like alien, satisfying. Yeah, glowy mm-hmm. kind of winged creatures yeah. like that. I like them. Uh, I like and them. I like that Sati, she's the one that sends that thing. I think it's her name, right? She's yeah. the little girl that's like grown up and she's been watching oh, all this. Yeah. I love right. like rewatching the the sequels again. I never under I don't think I ever understood her and her dad's role in that that's one of the things i mentioned mm-hmm. like i didn't either in the in the previous episodes of this podcast we would review those movies and i'd be like you know i think i was just bored and i never listened to the fucking words that people said <laughs> and like why they were so interesting and now looking back it's like oh my god it's so fucking cool like she's her dad was so interesting in the sequels yeah. and i didn't understand all that he was saying and the fact that she is like a program that like two programs fucked and created sort of like they don't mention exactly how it happened <laughs> but again it's just like yeah, this they made this purple idea. Yeah, they, <laughs> and she made that sunset full of pinks mm-hmm. and purples that's right that's right wow yeah. that's cool yeah i just like i like her character and i'm so glad that she's grown up and she's back now you know mm-hmm. yeah do you think that Jesus's cup is purple? It would almost have to be. It'd be like purple. And sparkly, I would think. Uh, yeah, with with some sparkles in there, oh, you yeah. know, with some red, yeah. some, some bright white. So. I hate glitter, but you know, I can I can deal with it, you know. How would be glittery? It would have to be. It would have to be. Magical. I think. Yeah. And the yeah. glitter would be like little little crosses. Maybe that's so. Oh, not be painful though coming well, out, man. I mean, maybe Jesus. It's not painful well, when it comes out, Brit. I thought that was yeah, just I, how it works. I, my urethra is constantly burning. <laughs> you should ask a nurse, man. Uh-huh. Ask a nurse about that. I I would offer to look at it, but I don't think I would appreciate that. Yeah. She doesn't look at she, it, so it's okay. She, yeah, I know. She she puts horse blinders on me, so I can't look at it either. So I don't blame her. Oh my god. You've seen it. It looks stupid, yeah. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> it looks stupid. My dick looks stupid. I believe that's all of them do. All of them do. <laughs> So weird. <laughs> Jesus' urethra is actually a cross. Oh, it's that like, makes sense. Oh, it's like a Plato uh-huh. extruder. It like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all definitely going to hell. Um, oh, it's weird. I've been yeah. that a long time ago. Sliding in on a slip and slide. Uh-huh. It's going to be great. Um, any what? other major notes you guys wanted to hit on? Because we are getting kind of long on this, but I, I could definitely talk about this for another hour, and uh, I don't know um, that we're up for yeah, that. I so. could do it. Yeah, sorry. I've, I've got a, a couple of uh, quick things. Um, there's a, a point where there's a fist punch where uh, Smith and Neo are fighting in that little like warehouse area or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, it's where there's like a bunch of people fighting, and it finally comes down to the two of them. They go down to this basement, start fighting, and uh, they kick that off by just like punching each other in the fist which i've always been curious about you know it's like (laughs) in the history of humanity there has to be a time where it's like someone got into a fist fight and they just like punch the other person in the fist you know and they're both like i guess we have to stop now like yeah i mean it's like what can we do you know we're we're matched our punching (laughs) (laughs) our punching is so accurate that that's what we do after you fist each other's faces with a blooming onion Uh i'm gonna need you to try to punch each other at the same time and and I feel like this is a great afternoon we're setting up right now I think so yeah Yeah. this sounds like a lot of fun (laughs) you know we can we can get a tarp ready just in case you know what's gonna happen (laughs) well hey there could be purple glitter come everywhere (laughs) speaking of getting a tarp there's a scene in this movie where we see Neo sitting on a toilet um, oh, I believe yeah. it's in the little like montage section or whatever. And it sounds like wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> the music in that is awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's so funny. Toilet Neo is my favorite. I didn't Only expect t- that. Took us uh, what, like twenty-one yeah. years to to get Toilet Neo, yeah, but we, we did, did a Funko Pop yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fantastic. A full on life achievement. I'm like, I saw Keanu on a, on a yeah. toilet, and that was that's fantasy it's like, moment. Yeah, yeah, it's like if you pause it just right, you can see the poop come out. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Make a gif. <laughs> Need to see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys, oh, this is a little shade at you. Oh, um have more women on your on your podcast. We've had a lot. We've had a lot. We we try no. to make it better. No. You're the last one. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> no, never no, again. Never again. No, I'm totally teasing you. But dude, so um really, really delightful moments with Trinity. I feel like uh, you know, they they had her husband was a literal Chad. Yeah, that's uh-huh. fucking funny. I thought that was funny. Um, you know, the pressures of, you know, she was even pissed off whenever she hilariously like beat the shit out of the analyst at the end. And she was like, and this is for using oh, children yeah. like as a pressure. I think mm-hmm. that's commentary, you know her with her relationships, feeling stuck in the motherhood and wife thing, Mm. um, feeling pressured again, culturally to fulfill these roles and then being able to break out of it at the end and be like, I made these choices for me. I am an empowered person, um, was such a big deal and was way more fulfilling to me than the way that they've done. I just have to say this. Oof. Uh, the, the weird attempting to be uh, progressive that Marvel did with the mm. final movie with Endgame. I was so fucking oh, annoyed. all the women getting together? Like, the, all the women yeah, getting yeah, yeah. together and coming out like, like, oh, we're going to be progressive right now and look at all the women. <laughs> yeah, it was lame and unrealistic. Yeah. I'm like, that's not what women want. It's not what representation means. We want you to just put it in there like a normal part of the story. Let it be part mm. of a progression of a character don't make it an over-the-top just um mm, contrived mm-hmm. moment you know so you're saying that women are I people like too sometimes okay. we are occasionally okay. is this like yeah. on full moons and like what's the schedule for this <laughs> only, yeah it's it's really only on the full moons when the blood is oh, happening yeah, okay. you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the tarp is down and um, so we're establishing all women are witches we all know that Okay, yes. that's canon. Yes, got it. One hundred. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, I, I. So I've heard that before. That that uh, not liking that version of the the women getting together in the Marvel thing. It didn't feel that way to me. It, I'm obviously mm-hmm. not a woman, and so it didn't. I was like, I just like seeing them all together, and I was like, yeah, this is rad. But that's, I also yeah. completely understand when you're like, that's not what we wanted. I'm like, yeah, that's not what you asked for. It's you not, know, you just want to be another character. Like it doesn't. Be, yeah. Be, in the movie with a full storyline agency, all those things. Ooh, that's another one that I had real um, sort of the the peripheral sadness about how they played out the storyline for. Um, oh my gosh, the wow! I keep forgetting. Let's talk about stuff. Fucking, <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking! Oh my gosh, the the lady, the Captain Marvel, but they called her. What do they call Brie her? Brie Larson. What? Yeah, Brie Larson. Is it Captain Marvel? I'm having a huge brain fart. Is it yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel? Uh huh. I like how you're Crap. like, okay, yeah, that Captain Marvel chick. Whatever they call her. Yeah. <laughs> what's it? What's it? What's her face? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. 
I'm sorry. Sometimes my brain stops. Um, I need food. Mm -hmm. uh, no, but I had really hoped, like we had Captain Marvel right before Endgame. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, they fucking set this up so that she's going to come in and be a major piece of the Endgame storyline. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they'll utilize her in a way that will be clever. She's almost too OP. She's overpowered. Yeah. That, like they couldn't just have her murder um thanos but i thought that they'd use her somehow because they just intro right. her with all of this power and ability and i'm like this will be interesting and clever and i started creating mm. stories in my mind of like ways that, that they could utilize her and then they didn't she was just she didn't gone do much there yeah some other and i'm like what the fuck that would have been a good way to honor the we have female characters they are powerful maybe it wasn't perfect but she could have been involved mm -hmm. and that was a huge miss for me would you well they might have missed out on that but um you know another large female character that they've had on there is is uh, black widow um mm -hmm. if they go that route it's only after they die that they get the movie so that's like a great way to do it to show that women mm -hmm. have power and stuff you know just like kill off their character and then maybe show like a cool prequel movie yeah you know that's the best way it's a prequel you know just just kill them off. Let them be. Let them be eye candy. Exactly. And then them. A lot of so butt zooms. Yeah. yeah. Talk about fetishizing leather. Black Widow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, yeah they, do, they definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they definitely no, was safe around Allison. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna wear your ass. In the Marvel stuff, <laughs> they definitely uh, have been lacking on that front for a long time. Like I like the Marvel stuff so much, but uh, the. Yeah the way they utilize their female care, even like black widow. I mean, she's brought in as literal eye candy for, for Tony, yeah. right? Like he just like yeah. treats her as like a dumb secretary. And then it's like, Oh, you're really mm -hmm. smart. Oh, you're really actually like a good fighter. Oh, you can be part of our team. Yeah. Uh, but I still like right. it overall. Right. Uh, what they've done, they could do, they could do better in the, in the future. Like they've done better with like, um, Scarlet witch now, I think, you know, yeah. being her own character yeah, and it's stuff. Changed but, with time. It's yeah. been interesting to go back for watch. Sure. You know, they, they're they're learning they're changing it's good um definitely room for yeah, growth for sure but, yeah um, no i think they nailed it i think we're all on the same page here i think, that <laughs> I think we're all on the same page. Part. yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh one of my notes i wanted to mention was the uh, again changing with the times and i don't know how i feel about it overall but I, I think i like it is the instead of the agents taking over different forms they have the the bots that can they mm -hmm. they can like enable horde mode and they're basically just like zombies um, but I'm like, there's so yeah. much zombie stuff that has come out since that movie came yeah. out, since Matrix came out that, and especially video games and stuff. I, I, I really like it for the, the commentary of just being like, this is what they would evolve into based on how we've evolved right. sort of. Um, but in particular, yeah. um, whenever they start enacting the, the zombies, they, they say bots into bombs is what, uh, Seek mm -hmm. says. Um, but like, it's just yeah. like a woman and a, like a, a man and a wife uh like asleep in bed and the husband just wakes up out of a deep sleep and just jumps out the window and the wife's like screaming the whole time and mm -hmm. then it just follows him with the camera until he crashes down and it's so terrifying. terrifying and disturbing to me to see that yeah. happen and you see more and more just jump out windows uh i thought that was just kind of fun mm -hmm. uh the way they played was, that up i was Agreed. confused by that so the bots are programmed to like live normal lives essentially like if neo never yeah. came back th this bot would just outlive his spouse or whatever like, or they reboot it yeah yeah oh, okay. by that time or whatever but yeah it's like that's again like the truman show of it all imagine instead of yeah. humans that you like actors you hired what if you could what if it's all digital it's all yeah. virtual and then you could mm -hmm. just create programs to act like people like everybody his gaming company that's surrounding him they're all fake 
but they're not real. Yeah. I, yeah. I assume they're all like none of them are real people. They're all there to manipulate him. And then other ones throughout the world, they're just like, yeah, it's easier just to go ahead and put them in there and we can activate them when we need them. It's a cool like evolution again right. of like how this new architect would would frame that, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I dug that. But yeah. uh and then uh Trinity can fly. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I love that they both kind of are holding hands on that rooftop and that goes back to the the whole very first thing you really do in the matrix to learn your abilities is like to jump across big buildings and they both decide like they'd rather die and, or fly away and like whatever happens happens and then the fact that she's the one that does it i i don't know again like neo is portrayed as the one throughout this whole thing and then giving her the ability to do that i love even more because it changes the whole mythos it changes the whole idea of what neo really is and is it really just right. anybody could break out of that mold you just have to believe it yeah. and if enough people told him and he was enough scenarios that he believed it and then now she is too and like the fact that they are able to to then go and like kick the shit out of the the analyst and then like take over the world i'm like fuck yeah i just love the fact that they are going to be together reshaping the matrix and like make it better for people and they fly Mm -hmm. off and they kind of twirl around each other at the end it's just beautiful i love it they're having fun you know they're having fun just flying Mm -hmm. through the air like you do do you want to make purple uh, with me? <laughs> and rainbows, purple oh, and rainbows. Yeah. That's right. That's right. They uh, they talk about creating a sky yeah. full of rainbows or whatever. Yeah. I, I yeah. also like at the beginning of the movie, uh, Trinity as Tiffany says that sometimes she'd like to kick the jaw off her husband or something like that. And then oh, at the end of the movie, that. she kicks that dude's hell. Yeah. Uh, the analyst. Jaw off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a Princess Leia moment mm. for me because, you know, they hinted in Star Wars forever that Leia was, hello, she was she had Jedi blood right. too and she should have been powerful in using the Force. Same thing with Trinity, same more actualization for women that I loved the shit out of that. Um, also, is the full culmination of the love story moment, I think, <laughs> this is a full headcanon moment for me too. Listen, I, I think that it's kind of like the idea again that we we shape our own reality so there's this um you know in quantum physics there's the <laughs> we're gonna deep dive i so know about so quantum physics so yeah go ahead uh-huh. i know it all please mm-hmm. okay so so there's the whole uh idea that a quantum particle is when it's not observed it's a wave form, okay accurate right? so it's far not, okay uh-huh. it's not real it's not real at all it's it's or it's not present in one place when you observe it it is then present mm-hmm. in a particular place where you're observing it and i have this bizarre headcanon especially about sci-fi and then about this i feel like it ties in for me about uh you know when you have two people that are together it's almost like neo and and trinity are like entangled particles quantum entangled particles that you know when they're separate um you can have an effect on one that's is uh is, is affecting the other really far mm-hmm. away and um and almost like when okay i'm not explaining no, you this are. Well, That's sorry. Great. When, when they're observing reality together these two entangled particles or these two these two people that are meant to be together mm-hmm. um and they observe reality it creates reality we know that from quantum physics nothing is is real until you're observing it we don't know why it's not explainable it's fucking bizarre but they get together they're observing together and they're believing together this is what reality is and we're going to shape it we're going to reshape it into we're sold this one idea now we're going to make it into something else because we know we actually just our observation and belief is what creates that Hmm. reality um badass i think 
in a really cheesy way, that's kind of what we have when we have good love. Um, when we have relationships that are healthy and powerful, we, you know, agree together to make a reality, a life, uh, a lifestyle, um, communication with each other, what we do with our lives, our emotions, ourselves. I think that's the fucking point, Uh-oh. you know, that's the <laughs> anything. <laughs> Why? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, really, I just, I think that that's the, my cheesy interpretation of. I like that. Yeah. We create that reality together and we're more powerful when we create it with other people, um, especially in a love way. If it's romantic love or friend love or family love, um, we can shape our reality for ourselves. It's like Britt and I started this podcast and we believe mm-hmm. it's good and that we should keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually think that's true. Okay. So there you go. You're <laughs> oh, sharing. Our, thank you for being in our, our love triangle here. She drank the Kool-Aid. She yeah. did. That's great. We do provide yeah. Kool-Aid whenever guests are on the show. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, your purple oh thank it's you purple Kool-Aid. well it's mainly it's mainly lean so if you start tripping your balls off i mean that's just oh, wow we're just gonna have a good time you know it just makes for a better okay, show okay. get those gloves out i do i will i, uh, I, will. I love this interpretation of this though mm-hmm. i um it's another one like i i feel like there's so much to to delve into if you want to and there's there's stuff that you've said today that i'm like oh my god like that's but just this conversation alone, that's like, that's really cool and a lot to think about. But I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta read more about this and like see what other people said about this too. Like, I need help to kind of like get all of the layers unpacked. Um, but it's certainly, uh, I just, I really like re- revisiting this whole thing with the, the prism of that it's always been a love story between Neo and Trinity. Yeah. Um, and kind of realizing that it was always there. Like I said, like some of the dialogue is straight up in there and the first matrix and the mm-hmm. sequels, I never realized it. I didn't care about that. And now I understand again what they're doing and I love it so much. And I, I like so many of the ideas that that plays with, but it, it gives me so much more to think about that. I don't have enough to say right now, I guess, you know, but I love that you've brought some of that stuff up, Allison. And then now I have a lot to, to think about even, even mm-hmm. more with, with how these, why these people together do this? Why is it that they, like the fact that Trinity changed the whole game, like I didn't realize that in the sequels from from previous viewings of them, that it was like Neo was always there and he was a re- iteration over and over again. Trinity was the new thing that was changing it off. So isn't Trinity mm-hmm. the one then? Who knows, right? Like, or, or is it all just bullshit? You know, that's um, the thing. We all are. Yeah, there you go. Right? Like it's all it's up to any of us. We're any all of us bullshit. Can do it. Yes. We're all bull- yeah. <laughs> Finally, I could I could wear that t-shirt all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, obviously there'll be some some glitches in the uh, in the outtakes. But this is certainly uh, a longer episode, and our, my computer is literally saying no and kicking me off now. So uh, any further last points anybody wants to get out there um, about the series overall or about this movie in particular? Allison. Oh my God. No, I, I feel like I talked way too much. Sorry, y'all. No. That's, what, no, sorry. that's what you're here for. Certainly yeah. great to have you on for it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brent, any final thoughts for you? Yeah, just that uh, in the very first Matrix movie, it's Trin- Trinity going in the Matrix to rescue Neo. This time we've got it flipped around mm-hmm. the other way. And now she's the one that can fly around and do all kinds of that's fun kind of, shit. Yeah. 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 And then I, I do like the, the part of the movie where... Uh, one of the guys like on the ship outside of the matrix is like, so is it true that you could fly? And he's like, yeah. And then they go in the matrix <laughs> yeah. and he like tries flying and he's like, nope, no, that's not happening. <laughs> that scene is so funny. The way he's like, yeah. nope. 
Yeah, no, we got to drive away. Cool. Yeah. And then there was also some uh, people online when the movie came out that were complaining about him like force pushing everything out of the way. I like that. And it, like that there, there cool. wasn't as much like gun like bullet time stuff or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it's a big ask to ask these filmmakers who created bullet time, who like revoli- revolutionized cinema and influenced and had that parodied and so many other things to revolutionize cinema again in multiple right. iterations. It's like, well, they they hit it out of the park. Uh, the fairly, first go round, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like fairly early on. So like, there, there's still some like cool visuals at play here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I didn't have any problem with, uh, Neo using like the force or whatever to, yeah. to like stop bullets and all that stuff. Like if you have that ability, like I would use it all the time. Are you kidding me? I had to like yeah. get out my, uh, my fucking lawn blower thing to blow away mm-hmm. like all this grass when I was mowing the lawn after, after that. And, uh, I was like, I could have certainly used this when I was doing that, you know? Yeah. You need to have to like, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Also. Mm-hmm. When strange people come up to you and try to talk to you while you're doing your lawn, you just force. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, get no, away, uh, bitch. But I would like try to bait myself a little bit where I'd be like, oh, I've got plenty of time to talk about the Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ. And just, <laughs> just like push him you'd out into like, the street. You'd be like, hey, did you know that Jesus comes glitter? <laughs> well, like, have I got me... some lost books of the Bible for you? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be fucked up if, like, you were in a relationship and then, like, you came home one night and your spouse, like, turned on a lamp as you walked through the door and they were like, were you with Jesus again? And then your, like, mouth is just, like, covered in glitter. It's like, no. 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 I always, I always look, I always look like this. I like like that. It's almost, I don't know if there's like so much in your cheeks, but it's, it's mm-hmm. almost made like a, you know, a Corleone. It's like a, a Godfather <laughs> situation. Like you just got uh-huh. so much like chipmunk in it. Or oh my God. <laughs> Steven, you know, like having a, a beard, owning a beard yourself. I have like so much like dog fur in my facial Uh-oh. hair yeah. almost every day, regardless of whether or not we've recently changed our bedding or whatever. We let our dog sleep in well, the middle of this. And it's just like it, it fucking gets everywhere. I thought oh. you you couldn't grow a beard, and that was just glued on dog hair. Yeah. Steven, either way, don't take my point away from me. <laughs> There's dog hair in my beard. Either way, it is fine. Um, all right. Well, uh, for my final thoughts, uh, I would just say that I I really liked revisiting this. I would hope that anybody that has not that thought they didn't like the sequels and maybe hasn't tried the new movie should get another shot and see what you think of it uh i can't mm-hmm. can't fault anybody for not really being that into it but i think if you give it enough time and you and you get into the mythology it's it's pretty rewarding and uh, it's become one of my favorite sci-fi properties now I, the yeah. matrix alone used to be that i, I always like the matrix the first movie but now the entire thing is and i i really like reloaded a lot i would watch that one in a heartbeat mm-hmm. uh revolutions is pretty cool and resurrections i think is a really cool idea and it's not as rewatchable to me maybe but um, but it's like maybe one of my favorite stories out of all of them. So it just mm-hmm. it is really rewarding. So I got a lot out of this time, right? Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So can we go ahead and announce next week, Brent? Is that is that in the in the bag? You think? Uh, I don't know that it's uh, the the guest is fully locked down. We have to coordinate some times. Right. But, okay. Um, generally speaking, we're we're planning to have a guest on next episode to discuss the trans themes of the Matrix. Okay. So the, the uh, Matrix expands into 
June tricks. June ought to know better, you know, or whatever we're calling that. I don't think we have a solid theme for that one. But um, but yeah, so that's that's the general plan is yeah. to uh, to go one more overall uh, discussion of the Matrix franchise and its relation to the trans community. Awesome. It's a whole other thing we haven't been able to touch on, really. We don't have yeah. our own personal experiences with that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think there's a whole other layer we can uncover here, and I'm really excited to hear that. So you got to peel that blooming onion. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, you call that a blooming onion? Oh, that's a, <laughs> this is a blooming onion. Onion. <laughs> um, he right. just had that in his pocket. He's just he's wearing shorts. What the hell? Do you have? Listen, I got cargoes, baby. I got all of it. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Allison, did you want to plug any social media or anything like that? Anybody to follow? No, you I don't or? do social media. I'm a, I'm a ghost. Okay, sweet. Check out at Ghost on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, it's uh, taken by the Matrix. Oh man, yeah, yeah that guy's awesome. One. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was great to have you on though, and uh, we will definitely have you on Absolutely. another episode. Um, yeah. I, I want to talk about so many things with you that I even just off the top of my head, I'm like Aliens, the Aliens franchise. Yes. Oh like my god, Alice's oh, main man. jam, and Brent just rewatched those in the last few months, Did I think, you? right? Oh, I need last it. year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. same thing. Yeah, same, same dev. Um, but yeah, like you, 19 recent, months ago, yeah, like he's counting, you know, That's yeah. About, yeah, it's a few days ago. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's there's a ton of tons of stuff I'd love to have you on. We need to do high maintenance. I really want to do that. We might. Oh yeah, have the this, TV show. That's gonna be a real explicit episode. Uh, Hell yeah! I don't even know. Like, Not like this one about Jesus has come being glittery. <laughs> this is that one's gonna get dirty. This different. This is yeah. just a- conversation around the yule log of jesus i don't even know what <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah so we'll have you on another time uh we'll see when we can do that but um as for right now if you anybody listening if you'd like to rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps or tell your friends so they can listen to us as well um you can do that and you can contact us if you have anything to say about the matrix or whatever all of our show notes or all of the infos in the show notes as usual you can find us on social media or, or email or whatever so uh, yeah. Next week, as we said, we're, we're hoping to have a guest on to finish out a little more talk about the Matrix and the uh, trans allegories and stuff. And uh, so that should be a really interesting conversation. And uh, we have some other cool stuff planned, too. So we'll announce some of that in the coming weeks. But uh, I certainly had a blast having you on, Allison. I, I could talk to you for hours more about this one topic and then uh, 25 more hours just about anything else, right? But uh, it was certainly a lot of fun. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And I'm Trinity. Oh, let's talk later. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot to get back to your 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 hacker name, but you're just choosing no, no, Trinity. No, it's all good. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Hell Is that yeah. what you're you're choosing for your Matrix hacker name? Yeah, I'm. I'm just stealing it. I'm fine. Just Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nobody ever does that. Nobody's like, I'm ghost. It's like, I'm also ghost. I'm out. I chose ghost too. I'm, I'm ghost. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no H. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Bugs did say that her name was Bugs like Bunny, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Canon. Mm-hmm. It's in there. All the they they should have had like the, the CGI Bugs Bunny from Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, walk yes. through there. I'd be like, nah, what the fuck? Like, dude, dude, you know what I could be? I'll be Jessica Rabbit. Oh, like the oh okay. Hair. You got that red hair. Oh, red yeah. hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll tie in Ooh. both the Matrix theme of the White Rabbit and then a cartoon from oh, all of the yeah. Rabbit and mm-hmm. 
Yep. Oh yeah, and Jessica Rabbit fucks a white rabbit. Yeah. Hell yeah, you know, just, uh -huh. just get And Allison's kinky, so it's all up there. Yeah, that's, that's right. Fine. And and Jessica's gloves, purple. You know? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. Yes. Purple mm -hmm. fully gloves. That's it. That's Holy it. shit, we've cracked right. it wide open. <laughs> yeah, now we have. Yeah, we have. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh. So it's getting all of us then, hey? Oh yeah, eh? All oh, right. yeah, great. That's fantastic, Dar. Don't cool. know. Yeah, Allison, feel free to do voices today if you want. Okay, but I can't do a chipmunk voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowing it. Brent's the one that said no. Yeah, I just, I'm worried about cultural appropriation of these chipmunks, you know. You know, That's they're, they're a really, they're a protected minority. We don't need to disrespect them. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. very true. Very For true. 3D or traditional 2D animation, both protected. Yeah, either either mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't want uh, to. Uh, I hope the the listeners of Eltaz will help us rescue the Rangers. These chipmunks are in danger. They got this fat ass cat trying to chase them down. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Their um, their important cheese yeah. source of food is is waning, and we need to uh, put them on the endangered mm -hmm. list. Yeah. It's waning and it's garthing. It's doing both. It's oh, all things. <laughs> it's all in danger. So I uh, I had this thing uh, come up recently where um, whenever I go to the grocery store by myself, I like to wear earbuds. Um, oh, yeah. Just because I'm listening to music or podcast or whatever. Yeah. And I had an experience the other day that mm -hmm. I will treasure for the rest of my life. <laughs> where oh. There were some uh, people standing outside of this uh this walmart that i was walking into and they were like trying to sell i don't even know what it was, it was like a kid so i imagine it was like uh, girl scout cookies or whatever yeah but i don't know if it's that season for that i don't know i don't keep trying this shit but they were like trying to, to like mm -hmm. yeah i don't got time for that um i'm not trick daddy i don't love the kids so anyway these uh, they're like i'm watching them as i'm walking up and they're like talking to every person that walks in or out of the the store and I'm like, God, like I'm going to dread this. But <laughs> as I'm walking up, I could see that they look at me and the, the mother and the daughter both avert their gaze because I got the earbuds in. You oh, know? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the white, yeah. The white Apple earbuds protected me. I was like Superman walking through oh, a sh uh, shooting range. It was Dude. perfect. Dude, that, you've discovered something that women have been using for a good chunk of time that we've had the earbuds. <laughs> like, I use them constantly. I don't know. I don't know why. Wow, TMI for oh, I hate being recorded, but dude, I have so many dudes approach me in the store and I will start wearing earbuds. I'm like, quit talking to me. I don't want to just don't do it. It's really awkward. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get approached at the store all the time too. Dudes, yeah, chicks, just dudes. always just you're, yeah, listen, you're a sexy just... man. I mean, they can't resist. Oh, no, no. They're just asking me where things are. They think I work there generally. Um, I have a grocery store yeah. vibe. You know, I worked in one for a long time. you got to stop wearing that smock, Stan. I always wear a smock. I don't know how to go to the grocery right. store without a smock. <laughs> That's the problem. The earbuds uh, well, help, though. I agree with that. Yeah, they really ever do. Since they started, ever since they started that Rock the Smock campaign, and you really took oh, it to yeah. heart, and you're like, this is, this is just me all the time. At every point, you know. It's, Listen, it's your version of your dad's overalls. Oh yeah, my dad is classically <laughs> always wears overalls, bibs as it calls them. You were like, "What am uh, I yeah. gonna do? Yeah. What's my thing gonna be? It's gonna be a smile." Because I gotta be different than my dad. I, gotta, I can be similar, yeah. but I gotta be yeah. my own person. Gotta be a you know, thing. which is why I don't mm -hmm. wear pants with my smock. <laughs> yeah, it's like a total a, Donald like Duck situation. 
or yeah, or or Winnie the Pooh, exactly. I got or, the belly for it. Yeah, so yeah. That, that that's that fits better. Um, I actually, this is random that you mentioned this, Brent, because I was thinking the other day. I might have even said this on the podcast when it happened, like a year ago, whatever. But I was weed eating once at my yard. I was like mowing and stuff, and I was using the weed eater, and I had my earbuds in, and two salesmen walked up to me. Okay. to try to sell me something and i just i remember being like what the fuck i'm i'm literally in the middle of something you can tell <laughs> like a really right? loud and i have an electric activity. yeah like it's pretty loud i have an no. electric weed eater so it can like turn on and off pretty fast it's not like i have to like mm-hmm. rev up a gas engine or anything like that but still i was yeah. like no i'm clearly in the middle of something and i like i refused to take my earbuds out and one of the guys <laughs> refused to stop talking to me and his friend was just like this is awkward i'm leaving but he was like why would not you take out earbuds and i'm like i just kept pointing to them like leave me alone yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. in the middle of something and he finally left yeah that's awesome it was so like frustrating major though. barriers that's so weird super awkward it was so bizarre i was like how how would you possibly think this is gonna go down do you think i'm gonna <laughs> buy from you right now no <laughs> honestly i'm tempted to get some like giant over the ear headphones like steven's wearing now mm-hmm. but like <laughs> yeah. to a, yeah. a larger extent almost yeah. like yeah. ones that like a helicopter pilot would wear and oh, just like yeah. walk in with those have the little microphone jetting yeah. out in front of me you yeah. know some princess you can't even use that as like an escape you'd be like I, I gotta go they're calling me you know <laughs> put on some aviators real quick <laughs> having an airplane emergency i need to leave <laughs> yeah uh-huh and that that way you get away with your groceries scot-free that's right it's it's like when cops go Ooh. to a diner and they yeah. order food and then they have <laughs> gotta somebody, go yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. we you gotta jaywalk across town <laughs> you wear the little like pilot wings on your like regular uh-huh. outfit oh yeah <laughs> and you can just yeah just touch it and just be like, oh man i gotta go <laughs> You know, and they're like, so they're special Air Force thing. wings. Yeah. <laughs> not real. <laughs> it's like the Star Trek. I like, the Star Trek. I've got yeah, my right? arms, full, arms full of groceries. I run out, then run back in, grab a thing of Twinkies, and then run back out again. <laughs> I need him for the trip. It's yeah. going to be dangerous. It's an emergency. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. I don't know. Great yeah. Yeah. This is this is a, a good trick that that women do. I had no idea till I, uh, I mean, like really? I said just a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, me. yeah, mm-hmm. it's because it's because you're a married man. You don't know, you don't know like the you're not paying attention to what the single ladies are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brent's not allowed. He's you're not, not allowed. allowed to listen to single ladies. You can't. Yeah, I can't. I like there. Every there was one time where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. goes la 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 la. He runs away. <laughs> Like one time I thought I could get around it because Steven lives in Houston where Beyonce is from. I'm like, oh, I'm sure they're playing this all the time. Mm-hmm. And they, the they actually put like a like a blanket like we're not going to play this song this weekend. This mm-hmm. this brown dipshit's going to be here. So everyone just be cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to yeah. go three, four days without hearing it. Yeah. But, you know, that is what it does. Yeah. You think you know, we do I, the dance it, like on yeah, your own. I you? mean, yeah. yeah, I can't I can't right now because. <laughs> Because it, it cannot be broadcast, but it can like be recorded. Yeah, in my head, it's like yeah. you go to the bathroom and and your wife is like banging on the door, like, "What are you doing in there? You jerking off in there? What are you doing in there?" And you're just like, mm-hmm. uh, "Just doing the dance." You're just like it's my only alone time. <laughs> I walk out of the bathroom, I'm like, "Damn, my wrist hurts." And she's like, "I bet it does." And it's like, "No, I was doing the." You did the. Yeah. Oh my god. I know your wife. That's exactly how it would go down. Yeah. 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 But but the thing is, hypocrite, because in her alone time, she's in there doing the bye-bye-bye dance from NSYNC. 
Yeah. That's oh, the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, it's both sides, really. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no winning in this household. I mean, mm-hmm. you both have been here. It's just, <laughs> it's just chaos. <laughs> Just like a smoking crater, <laughs> soon to be. Hellscape, yeah. fine. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's suburban life, baby. Yeah. I heard it from the Cottonmouth Kings once. So. <laughs> listen, right. yeah. listen, that's one of the major themes of, of the fucking Matrix, man, is just life. It's a hellscape, and we're all trying to escape, man. There what you go. I, I don't know. I'm too close I, to home there, okay? So let's Like, let's I, we can't in. talk about it, it hurts. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. As as Brett likes to say uh lately, it's like uh we're all just waiting to die. It's like mm-hmm. it's like it's uh, it's all right. But uh Twinkies are, are help, you know, that, that helps you get yeah. through. I was gonna say I, I wouldn't mind being plugged in a second time, you know, just like plug me in twice. Like plug yeah. me once in the, the back of my neck, the other in my butt, I guess. I don't know. But like d- put me like, in the double matrix. I feel like you're secretly um revealing one of your preferences there, Brent. We'll yeah, <laughs> I mean, d- d- according to my programming, no. But I mean, I guess I could be reprogrammed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. My body start yeah. slapping. On on, mm-hmm. you know, phase two of your re-entry to the matrix, butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like matrix number two, butt stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. It'd be way less Colon confusing. butt stuff. Yeah. Oh, Colon. Yeah. Oh, Colon. Okay. Yeah. Holy yeah. Well, I was God, playing all kinds won. of games. You just won the day. <laughs> well, I think with that, that's our sync word, right? Colon butt stuff. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. believe we've. I don't believe we've used that one before. Yep. I think we got close that one time on Father's Day, but. Um, <laughs> oh. 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 Different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we will, uh, we'll, we'll, I guess I will count up to three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then um, you know how it is, I guess. And then we'll sync with Colin. Oh, I've shit. sabotaged it myself. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> every week, every week with a sabotage. All right, so uh, Colin butt stuff on three to sync. One, two, three. Colin butt, butt stuff. stuff. Excellent. So much talking about Colin's. Go see. Hey, get it. What do you hey, get out of here? Hey, you've got a nurse on here. We can talk about it. I was going to say, I was going to be open to butt stuff for talking about it at least. I mean, okay. I mean yeah. Uh, well, it depends on the situation. This is recorded, so I'm not, yeah. not going to respond to that. Listen, I, I've known Allison a long time. All I'm saying is, even if she has earbuds in, if she's at a grocery store, you just approach her. You just ask her. Say, hey, mm-hmm. what's up, girlfriend? And you just be like, hey, hey, girl. I got tater tots. You got I'm a butt. Let's get together. What's up? I'm weed whacking here. Why are you trying to talk to me? <laughs> You're weed whacking in the store. Pilot button, and I'm going to be like, emergency. <laughs> we need Twinkie stat, and I'm going to run away. I like that you're going to use all of the skills that we've determined today. I'm going to use all of yeah, it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Together. Anything to get away from creepy single guys. Excellent. Talk amongst yourselves. I don't know. Should we, Brent? Do you want to just have this be the opening? We keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah. For we the can just last do that. five minutes we just roll or so. into it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't know what else you had to talk about. We can we can talk about anything while Allison might find this cool finger banging scene that she. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. It's all about the finger bangs. <laughs> so the butt stuff. 
from the outtakes. No go, but finger yeah. banging all day. You're going to have to edit this entire episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jump into that and get that out of the out of the thing there. But your video did drop off. Uh, and we have I know, just your I know, phone yeah. on there now. And we, we can edit that. I am. So luckily, auto, audio is still there. I'm. I'm working on it. Okay. I'll bring it back up. It's cool. The The video Don't helps worry. with cadence. Please stand by. Yeah. With cadence and like just making sure we're not talking over each other, which I just did to you. But uh, it, the audio will work by itself. I just want to go ahead and explain the situation to her if you would, please. Uh, yeah. Mansplain it? Yeah, if you could. Okay. Good. Yeah, great. I'll try. They love it. <laughs> oh, wait. She has headphones on. Never mind. Wait. So I shouldn't talk right. to her? Right. Yeah. You can't, you, can't, you can't tell me anything now. Hey, ma'am, just can you take him out real quick? If you can just take him out real quick, I got a hit on you. <laughs> Ma'am, I know those headphones are in you, but that's what I want to be is in you. So if you want to take those out, <laughs> exactly. Then we can okay, get I had to going. literally move. You're back on. Yeah, everything's there. We go. Did you, did you change realities? Like I know you're in a different... like a brand new background, dude. I'm gonna change realities like five different times. This is different Matrix versions. I fucking love it. I really. <laughs> what is this version five? Yeah, right. I wish that uh, I I had my old Oakleys, like some of the glasses that looked more like Matrix glasses. I, oh, I wanted to dress up today. Yeah, one. like I was like, I should have made some out of cardboard or whatever. But if you showed up, like if you did this again, and like you're on the ceiling, <laughs> like hanging down, and you're like full-on trinity outfit on i'd be okay with that that'd be, a, yeah. that'd be the best guest ever basically looks like allison's uh voice went away oh she just stopped talking i think oh. that's what it was she's trying, she trying, trying to bait us into, <laughs> into having some uncomfortable silence i can't let it happen this happens from time to time zoom uh, or really Skype, whatever we normally use, Steven. Sometimes yeah. we'll be talking, and then it's just like, no, you got, guys, you, you guys have been on talking way too enough. long. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. For you. enough. We can't. Had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I lost Steven. Uh -huh. Brent, did you? Lose oh wait, no, there he is. Oh, I'm there back. Is. Cool. Hey yeah, guys. Cool. Anyway, yeah. I just said the most. I just said the best stuff. You guys missed out. All okay, of it. it was great. We uh, believe you. No, I. I, I oh love no. the. He's did it happen again? <laughs> it said my internet is unstable immediately. But he, his yeah, his that's picture that's of him thing. looks confident. So I'm willing to believe yeah. whatever whatever he said. You know. I really like that. Mm -hmm. I like that moment. It's one of my favorite things to like pause movies. Oh, oh yeah. We oh, call it the pause face go. here. Sweet. It's always Everybody's fantastic. Everybody's frozen. Well, I don't know if he's. I bet Amanda's on the internet or because he's he's recording Everybody's this frozen. session. So. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> I am the host now. I'm the captain now. I don't know if this is recording here. Oh, okay. he's back. Oh wait, he's muted. he's muted as well. One moment. <laughs> hey, there he is. That was uh -huh. bizarre. I could hear you guys talking about me. <laughs> And I was trying to do a better face to freeze on, and then it, everything just went away. I was doing this like, Ay! Allison's like, that's um, what it's like when I listen to you guys on your show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no idea what anybody was talking about, though. I think I was in the middle of something. We're in the middle. Okay, I, we I were, we're kind of wrapping the idea of um, oh, it was about love the and love stuff. thing. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 